In today's episode, my brother Dave Brink is back with us and we are doing the Fab 15 Queen songs. Songs by the band Queen. Not about queens. Mostly. Probably. But songs by the band Queen. Fab 15 episode. Gonna be a good one. I'm your host, Derek Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Checkmates, it's your old Uncle Derek coming to you, as usual, from St. Louis, Missouri, to wherever you are. I uh, hope everybody out there is doing okay. You, Those of you who have uh, written in and talked to me and stuff seem to enjoy the last Fab 15 episode that we did, and uh, I am happy with that, and so happy with it that you're getting another one. We're doing another Fab 15, back-to-back Fabs. I didn't like how that, that didn't... I, I shouldn't say that, right? Just, like just, just go with it. Okay. Back-to-back fabs. You're getting back-to-back fabs. And uh, uh, it's it's going to be fun. This one's a little bit uh, different, a little bit uh, s- sort of topical, uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. Let me uh, go ahead and get the stuff out of the way that I'm supposed to say within the first 10 minutes of the show that I keep forgetting to do. Uh, so let's just do that right up top. If you like the show as you hear it after it happens, because it hasn't yet, you can check out the companion blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com for photos and more stuff. The show itself is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. My website is derekbrink.com. If you uh, like the music that you hear throughout the show, it's available for absolutely free over at derekbrink.bandcamp.com. All you do is enter zero as your purchase price, and you can take it. I don't collect your email address, so I won't even know that you took it. I would just love it if you loved it. And, of course, the show is available on your podcast app of choice, which you are probably listening to it on right now. We're on all of the major players unless anybody's changed their rules and didn't tell me. So that's all the business out of the way. That might be the earliest I've ever gotten all of the business out of the way. As I said in the intro, and you've already heard his voice, my brother Dave is back with us. Dave, say something. Hello, all you happy people. Okay. Droopy dog. I suppose so. From the cartoons. Yeah. Back when I was a kid. Okay. Okay, that wasn't very good, but it'll it'll get better. Not your best droopy. Well, I didn't try to do the impersonation. Oh, good. I just said that. (laughs) That's what came to mind. You said say something, and I panicked, and that was it. I literally expected you to say the word something, but... I'm not going to go for the cheap joke. I'm no. going to go for the obscure joke. Yeah, okay. All right. So that's what uh, the show's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you're ready for a couple that. hours of that, probably. <laughs> um, so we're doing, a, we're doing a Fab 15, and we're, we kind of uh, decided... No. Huh? We're doing a Fab 5th Queen. Oh, wow. Fab 5th yeah. Queen. Yeah, see, that's... Wow. That's the level we're hitting tonight. That's, there we go. That's, well, that's the level you're hitting. Well, sure. <laughs> you're coming along with me, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing I can do to stop it. Uh, we're, we're doing that. Uh, we kind of decided to rush this one into production because, as uh, you may have heard, uh, Her Royal Highness uh, Queen Elizabeth II passed away in this last week. Uh, I know it's a sorry to the one person out there who didn't know that. Right. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you had to hear it here, <laughs> of all places. But, uh, uh, yeah, Her Royal Highness the Queen passed away. Uh, she was the Queen for 70 years, both of our entire lifetime. Effectively, yes. 
I mean, even our our dad's in his uh, mid seventies, but I'm sure he doesn't really remember a world without the queen. Probably not. No. You know, I mean, she's been around for generations, and uh, now is not, and that's huge news wherever you stand. Uh, worth saying that on this show, uh, we don't have any particular stake in British or UK politics, anything like that. Right. Uh, so anything that we say about the queen is just informed by a Midwestern American's perspective of the queen. You know, and just just the fact that she was around for so long that we're used to her. That uh, <laughs> and we're we're also both kind of Anglophiles, and yes. uh, we have an appreciation for all things British and English and UK and stuff like that, which makes it difficult to articulate your feelings on the royals because when you appreciate the whole region, you have a whole bunch of different perspectives in your head at once. Uh, ultimately, the Queen in my estimation anyway, seemed like a person who was trying to do her best. She seemed aware of herself. She seemed self-deprecating at times, but also to carry herself with grace and elegance and the pomposity of a royal. And uh, I, I appreciated her. I liked her. I think I would have enjoyed talking to her. Uh, I have no opinion on her politics whatsoever. I mean, let's be honest, at this point in history, the queen or now the king is uh, kind of a figurehead more than anything else. Yeah, the power lies more in influence than yeah. in uh, any sort of actual political stakes. Yeah, so I, look, we can get into the weeds with that real, real easy. The long and short of it is Her Royal Highness passed away, and part of me was sad about that, and I think part of Dave was sad about that, just in that, oh, it's it's so strange that she's gone. Right. Well, and no matter where you stand politically, where the, what your opinion of the royal family may or may not be, you can love them, you can not love them. I don't care. Um, you can beat them, you can cheat them, you can treat them bad. <laughs> wow, getting ahead of yourself there. I let's, sure am. Let's let's let's, let's, let's rein it in. Okay. Um, so, or maybe not. Maybe <laughs> yeah, we no, shouldn't. Why? Why? Um, why? <laughs> you know, but you know, no matter no matter where you stand, it's big news. It's seriously a yeah. um, a world changing event, whether we like it or not. So. Yeah. Um, it just needs to be said. And, and, and I'm just going to just say this. Even if you really hate the royal family and that's your right to do, um, all the people who s are celebrating yeah. the queen dying in this country, yeah, stop it. Yeah. Okay, we don't that's celebrate like when a grandma dies. Okay, yeah. we just don't. And, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I understand it a little bit more from some of the countries that they have influence yeah. in. But for 200 years plus, there's been none over here. Right. So, you know, um, but right. that's as far as I really want to get into that. So basically in tribute to the queen, or at least to mark the passing of the uh, of the event, yeah. for lack of a better word, um, we decided to do a all-queen Fab 15. So yeah. all songs by the band Queen, because yeah. we are we both, both yeah. serious Queen fans. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Queen was my favorite band for years. Uh, I grew up when Queen was in their the height of their popularity, uh, even in the U.S. They were kind of the end of their big part of the popularity. Because I remember yeah. another one, Bites of Dust, coming out. Yeah, and uh, seeing about a, a thirty or forty second snippet of video on American America's Top Ten mm. TV show, yeah. which nobody even remembers, but that was out there. And me going, "What is that?" and searching it out. So. Yeah. Um, so I go way back with Queen. We both go way back with Queen. Yeah, I mean, more of a casual thing for me, I guess, in the 80s. When Freddie Mercury died, I was 11. 
Yeah. Uh, so more of a casual thing with me up until like the 90s, and I dove in hard in the 90s, and just, like all I listened to for a couple of uh, maybe five, six years. I just you know could not get enough Queen. And uh, yeah, and yeah, that's it, that's it, how that works. Yeah, it was, it was actually it was kind of fun. You you might not realize it, checkmates at home, but to some degree on these lists, we both work ahead. Um, and when uh, this past week, after Her Royal Highness passed away, Dave uh, texted me and said, "Hey, we should do a Fab 15 Queen songs." And I was like, "I've already got a list." <laughs> like I was, I was ready to go with that one. <laughs> I did not, but I knew it would come easily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we go way back. I mean, we could, we could, if we wanted to, and I haven't seen. We don't look at our each other's lists ahead of time either, so right. I have no idea what's on your list, but we could, if we wanted to, have said okay, no hits, and still made a list. Yeah, each of us easily, and um, both yeah probably we, been different. We did uh, rule out three songs. Uh, which yeah, we, we ruled them out and kind of grandfathered them in. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we didn't. I mean, the question that I raised when we decided to do this was, well, if we're going to do this, then why didn't we rule out Hey Jude and uh, with the Beatles list? And the answer to that is because uh, we didn't think of it. And also, uh, we're hypocrites and don't care what you think about that. Uh, so, <laughs> well, Hey Jude is different though. So, um, the song we've decided to rule out, the big one yeah. that we ruled out, and we ruled out a couple of them, yeah. um, is because it's, in my view, gone beyond mm-hmm. being a Queen song. Okay. It's beyond. It's to the point where it's, it's saturated itself, and all, and several of their songs actually have saturated yeah. themselves into the common um, lexicon. Sure. Vernacular. Again, lack of a better word, but have um, they've basically saturated culture um, to the point where you uh, there almost exist almost almost outside of Queen at this yeah. point. Uh, whereas I think you could say that about Hey Jude or Let It Be from the Beatles, but I don't think it's to the same level. Yeah, no, I thought um, you're you're right. You know, and sometimes and, and the thing about a Beatles list though, because our Beatles was the first one we did. Yeah. Anything could have been yeah. number one yeah. through five. Yeah. With a Queen list, you know that there's three songs that are going to be on that list somewhere. Yeah, you absolutely know it, and I don't even know why we're tiptoeing around it now. Yeah, let's just let's just say it. The three that we eliminated are Bohemian Rhapsody, We Will Rock You, and We Are the Champions. And the only reason we had to eliminate We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions because they go together. Yeah. And it's hard to decide. Yeah. yeah, are they one entry or are they two entries? Yeah. And we couldn't uh, really agree on that, so we decided yeah. to skip it. And by <laughs> yeah, and by eliminated, I don't mean you know what what I mean by eliminated is we decided well that's number one through three in whatever order you want to put them in, like those are numbers one through three. Yeah, exactly. So we're just taking for granted that those are on the list. Yeah, but because we're uh, hypocrites and maybe can't count, we're still doing fifteen. Yeah, we're locked into <laughs> we're, a gimmick. We're not and, doing we're not doing <laughs> yeah. twelve. Yeah, I told my wife about it, and she was like, "Oh, you're doing twelve. It's my favorite number." It's like, "No, we're doing 15. We're still, yeah, yeah. we're still, we're still doing that." Sorry, yeah, yeah. honey. We're, we got a thing happening. But... Oh, by the way, I should credit the Fab Fifth Queen was uh, Melody's idea, my daughter. Oh, Melody. Got, oh, that's so nice. it was so it's Good it's honor. so it's cuter now. It is. <laughs> Good honor. Uh, but I I kind of had the idea that maybe we should rank those three if we had to. We can uh, if you want to. I, I'm just going to spit it out real quick for me. Uh, my order is number three is uh, Champions, number two is Bohemian Rhapsody, and number one is We Will Rock You. My reasoning, I uh, honestly, Bohemian Rhapsody could be number one. I think that it, it's down between Rock You and Bo Rap for number one. The uh, reason I went with uh, Rock You is, especially in the 90s and even today, you couldn't walk into a sporting event without hearing... Pff, pff, 
Right. Exactly. There's people doing that in the crowd. Well, and people Some do of them it... maybe not even knowing why. But, yeah. I mean, that, that well, song... that's, well, that's my point about yeah. it being so... Uh, I think that song transcends... Yeah, for about it being, being so, so part of the culture. Yeah. And we were rocking, and it's primal, it's mm -hmm. easy, anybody can do it, stomp, stomp, clap, how yep. hard can that be? Yep. Um, you know, so... That's it. So I agree, sort of. I have We Will Rock You as number one. Okay. Um, I put Champions as two. Interesting. Because they go together. Yeah. But also, We Are the Champions still is sung at sporting yeah. events around the world. Yeah, when somebody and wins. And the only yeah. reason I have Bohemian Raps at number three is I understand why some people really don't like that song. Yeah, I do too. Um, because I love it. <laughs> it is, sure, it is pretentious. Yeah. It is kind of silly. And yeah. honestly, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you read the lyrics. True. It's kind of, there's a, there's gaps there. Um, but again, I love the song too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's queen. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's part of that. It's but, willfully all of that. Yeah, exactly. So it's supposed to be that, but I get why people don't really get it. And, um, yeah. And you know, it's become this huge thing and that's, fine i mean they named they named a movie after it yeah. they used it in other movies you know wayne's world became yeah, huge yeah. brought it back in america even though um it never went away anywhere yeah, else right, but yeah. uh yeah so those three songs and you can do with them what you will on your own ranking systems but yeah, sure. those three are just so obvious it's just let's skip that and let's get it to the heart of uh queen fans and queendom because yeah. i mean yeah. and and then uk queen fans and u.s queen fans are different yeah i wish we had a british guy here so we could uh, we, we could talk about it but um or lady whatever the uh the fandoms are different in europe they never went away they be their stadium level not arenas stadium level yeah. acts even in the 80s um the them going having more of a pop um feel to their last 10 years or so of records um while in america it kind of hurt them a little bit because they were thought of more of as a rock band right in europe it just increased their fandom so it's a it's a different thing so we're kind of taking an americanized view of the band but a fan's view of the band uh because you know we all have we have more than the greatest hits albums we yeah. you know we can you know talk about yeah yeah i mean i have most of it i have had it all at one time or another but yeah. sometimes cassettes didn't last and yeah, yeah. some albums got ruined and some of them i'd heard enough that i didn't and i just never really there's a few other records i never really got into yeah but um you know we can talk about album tracks yeah for a long time and we're just those guys so mm -hmm. i i kept that uh I got most of the album tracks off, but we might still derail at some point later yeah, I, on. I think I hit a, I hit a few. couple, maybe. Yeah, I hit a few. Yeah, sort of. Um, or minor hits, anyway. Yeah, it depends um, on how you look at my list, I guess. Yeah, exactly. There's, so there, there, there are definitely album tracks in my uh, honorable mentions, but... Oh, my honorable mentions is a ridiculously yeah, long amount. Yeah, my honorable mentions is like 20 songs, but... Yeah, me too, so... Uh, uh, yeah, I... I well, uh, see, it'd be interesting to see where the... Uh, where these lists meet up and yeah. if we're just going same, same, yeah, yeah, same, yeah. same, yeah. same. This could be the shortest one or uh, there's no way it can be the longest one. That that 80s, 89 movies was like three hours. Uh, but I don't well, even know how we did that. I just kept going, man. I know. But uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, one more thing actually I want to say before we get too deep into it uh, or into it at all, I suppose, is uh, my experience with Queen is a little weird in that uh, when I got into Queen... 
I was, you know, chasing after the greatest hits compilations before I was chasing after the albums. Sure, which, which most is, people would yeah, do. Yeah, which is a different listening experience on many, many songs, because Queen put out a lot of single edits. This is true. Uh, and so there are... There are Queen songs that, until I, you know, somewhere in my probably early 30s, just bought all of the albums on CD, uh, I, there are Queen songs that I had no idea were different on the album. Like, oh, I Want yeah. It All doesn't just start with the vocal, it starts with a guitar a riff. Cool, you know? A cool guitar riff, Yeah, yes. yeah, uh, so there, there's a lot of that. Uh, the thing that, like, I, I think that that's still okay. It usually drives me nuts to hear a single edit. Mm-hmm. But, like, in this case, I think that's kind of okay, because a lot of times when you watch live Queen footage, they play the single version. Uh, and yeah, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, um, so it's it's kind of interesting, but, yeah. I, uh, you know... I, it always drove me crazy, too. In my head, these are all the album versions, sure. but I'll take the single versions. When I do a playlist, it's usually the single versions, because it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Every um, now and again, uh, th- this is sacrilegious, but every now and again, I even prefer the single version on a Queen song. But... Yeah, a few of them, but <laughs> the thing about the single versions for them is that the edits are sometimes a little bit weird. Yeah. Like, it's missing... Four seconds. Yeah. But not at the end of the song. They don't, They don't. you know, make the song shorter at the end. They take four seconds out of the bridge coming into the... What? Yeah, yeah. What? Why? Or they cut uh, the second This Is Our Last Dance from Under Pressure for some reason. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, just... Uh, because it's got to hit that 330 or yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever that yeah. magic number is for them. The band that, like, broke the radio by putting Bohemian Rhapsody out there has to hit the 330 mark. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is, that is really weird. And maybe, like I said, that might be a European thing and that yeah, they're perfectly fine with it. But um, it is a little bit maddening, especially if you're singing along and you forget which version you're going. Yeah, yeah. And people in your car and they're like, wow, you're actually hitting the notes pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, you go for a note that isn't there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's frustrating. But or there's just a bridge. You're like, yeah, uh, look at that tree over there. Yeah, right. Yeah, have to, like, um, fade away a little bit. I like how, I mean, there's some songs are uh, completely longer on yeah. albums, not by, like, just a few seconds, but it's like, well, there's this whole bridge that, like, um, I don't want to get into lists at, yeah. at all, but, like, The Miracle has that whole middle yeah, section. And there's, and there's, yeah, there's solos that are edited out. It's, it's such an odd choice. Of it thing. is weird. So, um, you know, the single versions are great. Yeah. Uh, album versions are better. Yeah. Queen albums are questionable some of them are some of queen <laughs> some albums are real hit and miss yeah. are you know they have two three great songs and the rest of it it's like okay what yeah. what are we doing here guys yeah and some of them the albums are great start to finish maybe like one clinker but um you know what there's 15 queen albums we could have just done we could have just done yeah we could have <laughs> just ranked them but yeah there i mean there's a couple that i stand by every track but uh yeah there's a few of them that are real hit and miss mm-hmm. yeah and there's some of them that i just never really got into sure. but it doesn't mean they're not great um queen 2 for example as an album never really did much for me there's a few songs i like sure never did much for me but i know people that say it's the greatest piece of music ever written so you know i don't know anyway all of that is yeah all of that is just you know scenery fanboy geek out stuff and we're gonna do enough of that anyway so so let's get into the the lists we're gonna read our lists we're gonna compare we're gonna figure out what our combined fab 15 is and uh dave why don't you get us started by telling me you're number 15 well, interestingly, I don't have one as of yet, so I'm picking it now. Okay. Um, um, so what I did was I, uh, after I went through the uh, many, many Queen songs that I was considering for the list, I just kind of 
cleared it all and just wrote a list as, as I thought of them. Yeah. And I thought I had 15 and I had 14. Yeah. So I have this <laughs> empty space at 15. And I've been kind of going back and forth over the past day or so, figuring out what should be there. Do I want a hit song? Do I want a in, in, uh, song that was highly influential? Do I want a, just a personal favorite? What do I want to do? So now it's go time. And I think I am going to go with a song that was more influential than anything else. Okay. Uh, 15, I'm going to go with Stone Cold Crazy. Okay. Not on my list. Um, it, well, it wasn't on mine until just now. Um, so <laughs> the point. reason I <laughs> am putting Stone Cold Crazy, and I know as, as soon as I said, I said, man, there's like two of us I could yeah. have picked. But um, it's going to happen to us a lot. Yeah. So the reason I'm picking Stone Cold Crazy, I said, is the influence. Queen accidentally with Stone Cold Crazy, invented a genre of heavy metal that they never yeah. went back to. Yeah. They basically influenced thrash metal. Yep. Um, by, or invented it, I should say, yep. by the song. And this song influenced many, many a heavy metal band in the 80s because mm. um, it's basically a metal song, uh, proving the uh, how much how many different styles of music Queen can do and get away with and do well. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, Metallica has a fairly famous version yeah, of it. Yeah. Uh, countless other bands have done it. Even Enough's Enough did a version of it. Sure. I don't recommend searching that one out, but they did do it. Um, you know, sorry, sorry, boys, but there you yeah, are. I'm sure they're listening because they're listening, yeah. right? Um, Chips Enough is texting me right now. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know how I he's getting the live feed. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. So I think just as uh, just to prove the influence of queen and like i say the way that they can go back and forth style to style and um hit it out of the park um and to just get something from that record on there um <laughs> i think uh yeah i'm gonna go with stone cold crazy for number 15 was it sheer heart attack Is that the record yes yeah. mm -hmm. uh which are other there are other good songs in that yeah record, yeah but. i uh i have a complicated relationship with that song uh partially because uh do you remember where we were when freddie mercury died i do we were at a Metallica concert. And what did they close with? Stone Cold Crazy. Yes, they did. Yeah. That is my abiding memory of like 1991. Yeah. November 24th, 1991. Uh, I know the day that Freddie Mercury mm -hmm. died. Uh, that's how much that meant to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Metallica didn't know. Like, they yeah, didn't no, know. Nobody, they were playing no. a gig. They were doing a gig. Yeah. And they announced it. Um, it was announced, but it was announced while they were on stage. There was yeah. no way they could have yeah. known. We got in the car. Unless and somebody told them during the in between the encore, and that's why they did maybe, it. Maybe, but, but that's, like, there's... That's pretty... Uh, that's that's kind of far-fetched. Yeah, there's almost no way that they knew. They just accidentally did a tribute to Freddie Mercury uh, on the day of his death. We got in the car after the show, and driving home, the radio told us that Freddie Mercury died. And uh, and we had just heard Stone Cold Crazy, a very good version of Stone Cold Crazy, yep. performed by, by Metallica. That's my abiding memory of that song. That's my abiding memory of that show. That's my abiding memory of 1991. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've got a complicated relationship with it. That's not necessarily why it didn't make it on my list, but it is. that's the first thing I think of anytime I hear that song or even just its title. Right. So that's it's uh, it's interesting. I'm in a way I'm very glad that that's on your list because it's not on mine because I do have such a sort of almost visceral reaction just to those words. Yeah. Uh, which can almost be said of every Queen song because like, that's true too. I, I almost don't need to listen to Queen. I just read the titles. I'm like, yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but uh, Stone Cold Crazy is one of those ones that kind of impacts me because of that event. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good number fifteen. Uh, my number fifteen 
is a song that I like to do at karaoke, uh, but I like to only do one half of it at karaoke, and I do that half in as angry a voice as I can summon up at the time. Uh, the song is Bicycle Race. And uh, my karaoke experience of that is uh, have another person with me or have the song playing, and uh, I do the you know, response to the call. And so it's, you say black, I say white. You say bark, I say bite. You say shark, I say, hey, man, Jaws was never my scene. I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> I, I just started doing that in a bar one day. Like I was between sets in a band I was playing with. I'm sitting there with the drummer. Song comes on, and I just start doing that. And I do it for the entire song. And to the drummer, it didn't get any less funny <laughs> as it was going on. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I got something here. And so that's, that's kind of one of my go-to karaoke's, just to do as angrily as I can. But I also really like the song. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much I like that song. I don't dislike it, but I, it's not necessarily a favorite. Although when I was, uh, I did Spotify... A bunch of Queen the other day while I was finishing my list, yeah. I was just having, and a hand came on, and I enjoyed it more than than I normally do. I kind of have to be in the mood sure. for that song because it is. Uh, I mean, I think it might have a few points to make, but it doesn't really say no. anything. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just goofy, and that's a yeah. I have a goofy weird goofy and flouncy, and yeah. yeah, I mean, I have a weird relationship with that whole record, but um, uh, but yeah, that's my enough. number fifty. I, I do just like the song as well. It's kind of fun, and it, it's it's sort it's of silliness, but it's kind of a very British silliness. Yeah, and it sort of sums up like that version of Queen for me, and uh, okay. I mean, and there are other songs on that same record that sum up that version of Queen very well too but that's sure. kind of the one that I picked to represent okay. it uh, so yeah my number Fair. 15 is uh, Bicycle Race uh, partly because I like yelling it in, in, in bars well if we can get yelling <laughs> it's a, that, that's always a good thing yeah All so right. uh, that brings us to your 14 my number 14 is um, kind of the the beginning of everything really uh, keep yourself alive good first track <laughs> first record my voice came out that way that got a little creepy honestly i'm a little, Sorry. I'm a little disturbed over here what um, happened is i was also looking at my list going oh is that on it <laughs> it's not it's in my honorable mentions okay um yeah so that was you know for like i say first song first record yeah um good song still holds up some of the early early queen kind of doesn't that yeah. song really holds up uh it's a fun song it's got a drum solo in the middle of it for no reason yeah uh, <laughs> kind of a beatles it's a, yeah it's a really cool cool track um and uh, i don't really know how much else to say other than it's a really cool song i just really i've always liked that i really like the first queen record um and that's kind of the one that is i think of the four or five that you could play for somebody and they would dig, and that's the one that people will really gravitate towards most. But like yeah. I said, first single, as far as I'm aware, so... Yeah, I think so. Kind of, uh, I mean, you know, kind of the... the uh, yeah. yeah, so just kind of the, um, you know, the starting point for everything. So I think it really deserves to be on there just for that. Yeah, it's a great song. It uh, kind of broke my heart to not have it on my list because I do really love that song. And, uh, you know, I, I, I stand by the first Queen album a little bit stronger than some people might. But uh, yeah. I, I just... I. I, I I think it's a really interesting listen. It's not necessarily the album that I listen to the most, but it's a really interesting Yeah, it's listen far to from the best, but it's yeah. um everything that comes later, up until the eighties anyway, yeah, you can trace it 
to yeah. that record. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't always do that with a lot of bands, yeah. but well, and one of the, you really I mean, can. The, the closing track on that album is just a piano version of Seven Seas of Rye, which appears with the vocal on the next album. It's right. just kind of an interesting, just it's structured really interestingly, especially mm-hmm. compared to the rest of their career. But yeah, solid choice. Keep yourself alive. I like that one a lot. Cool. Uh, my number 14 is a song that I almost consider a companion piece to it in some ways, just because it keeps... They keep ending up uh, next to each other on playlists that I make. Uh, my number 14 is Tie Your Mother Down. Okay, uh, yep. On your list? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you meant by yep. Uh, no, but I'm agreeing with the choice. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tie Your Mother Down. Uh, I just think it's a really good opener. I mean, they opened with it a lot, especially mm-hmm. like up until uh, the Kind of Magic album anyway. They were opening with it all the time, <laughs> practically. Mm, most tours, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, just a good rockin' song that... I mean, the album version has a weird pro- processional piece that leads into it that really should yeah. have been a separate track. Uh, but, I mean, it works on like a vinyl record, but it's kind of confusing if you try to make a playlist of it, so you've got to use the single version yeah, or a live or version. Or the live version or something, yeah. yeah. the live version on live, on live at Wembley might be my favorite version of the song. Uh, I love the Live at Wembley record, by the way, that my, I think in my teenage years I had it memorized, including all of Freddie's nonsense. Uh, I just I, I would sing along with that record, and I would not do the echo with Freddie. I would do Freddie's part with Freddie and listen to the crowd echo it. You know, like that was nice. fun for me. Uh, but yeah, I I love that version of the song. I love almost any version of that song that I hear, unless it's done by just a terrible band. Uh, yeah, that's doing a tribute or something. But uh, uh, yeah, tie your mother down. It's just one of those great opening songs that I hear it and go, oh yeah, I'm kind of happy now. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm ready to. I go. mean, you know, great you riff. Know? Yeah. You know, I mean, and. Again, a lot of Queen's lyrics aren't that deep. No. Um, And that one is not. But, um, (laughs) you know, so, yeah, but, you know, real great guitar riff is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Brian May's riffs are, you know, just classic and legendary. But um, that's a good one. And it didn't make my list, although it was one of the ones that was in contention until just a few minutes ago when it, but it was at almost almost made number 15. But Well, Brian May is a guitarist. We just have to take a second. What, What a guitarist. Uh, yeah, you know, not overly flashy like a lot of people that would follow him. Yeah, but just very, played every note right. Yeah, very musical, <laughs> very well thought out yeah. stuff too. Because if yeah. you listen to the live records, there might be a little bit of a variation here and sure. there. But um, but it's just because he thought of something later that would yeah. have come into it. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, such I mean, a cool player, such a cool guitar. A uh, like, great sound. Yeah, oh, his tone. I mean, part of his tone is that he plays with a Pence piece instead of a pick. Uh, yeah. In fact, he had, I don't remember what it is, but he has a specific year of, uh, of, of Pound that he likes to play guitar with. He has a nice. specific year that he seeks out. Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, but... Yeah, it, and it, just it, it, think about Brian May as a guitarist for a while. Like, search out his, uh, like, uh, uh, the premier guitar people did a rig rundown with him where he just sits and talks about his guitar and, and plays it a little bit. They, uh, they, make, they actually make copies of the Red Special. They sell a, a version of it for, you know, guys like me and uh it's more than once been in my cart at guitar center and i haven't taken the plunge but one day that's going to hang on my wall and like i'm not even going to play it it's just going to be a piece of art you know because it's it's not that expensive Uh, just brian may uh, if we did a list of my top of my fab 15 guitarist he'd be in the top five yeah and the thing about brian may is a guitar player is like i said it's all well thought out yeah it's played well it's played with a lot of emotion it's played the right way but it's stuff that and then and, and I like a lot of musicians that do this. It's stuff that it sounds like you could play it. Yeah. 
You but probably you can't. can't. <laughs> no, but it sounds <laughs> like you could play it. And, and even if you can play it, you can't play it the way he plays it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it, it's, it, it's a good song. It's not on my list, but... Um, you know, there's no reason why it just yeah, it just it just happened. It yeah. just didn't make it. But there's, yeah, there's no reason why it's there's not. There's a on lot there. of songs that aren't on my list just because they aren't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have that same uh, thing. Yeah, this is almost as hard as doing a Beatles list uh, for me. For us, it is. Yeah. For most yeah. people, it wouldn't be. But right. for us, yes, it is. Uh, so we're ready for your thirteen. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, Brian May, mm-hmm. my number thirteen is thirty nine. Wow. Okay. Good pull. Uh, not on my list, but we're going to have very different lists. I think we really. Are. I thought yeah. we were going to be pretty but, yeah. close, but I, we nice, might not. Uh, nice little um, kind of yes. country jangle. Yes. So to that. exactly, yeah. and I, I think what I was doing subconsciously here, I think on my list, is showing all the different facets of Queen. Yeah. But you know, when you're a young kid, which is what I was, and Queen was one of the first bands I got into on my own, and you hear a band that plays um, a ballad and then plays. Uh, hard rock song and then plays something that is danceable and it just goes back and forth like that that's kind of opening the world to you yeah and that's why i became i'm one of the reasons i became a hard rock fan is because to me rock and roll represents all of that yeah you know i'm not one of these guys who say well rock is this i don't have very specific you know um definitions definitions or, yeah. or uh, guidelines yeah yeah of where rock should be and you know, um, along with the Beatles too, Queen is probably the main reason for that. But 39, for people who don't know it, it's um, largely acoustic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you're right, got a little bit of a country mm-hmm. feel to it. It's kind of a sing-along yeah. song. They used to do it live a lot. Um, but, and it also, it's, but it also has that weird operatic bridge where Roger Taylor's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, well, it's, well it, it's about aliens. So yeah, yeah. there's a weird alien really? thing in it. I think so. I think it's about um, it's about um, people coming back from the. Uh, there's some kind of alien. I can see it. There's some kind of alien tie to it. I'd I have guess to. I hadn't thought of it. That I'd way, have to like, look yeah. it up. I think it's either about aliens or it's about re- um, returning back to the planet after things are something along with some weird '70s concept that never. I guess I just it was like never, a war song. Um, you would think, but yeah. I believe uh, that's what most people think, and I believe that he said it was aliens. I could be wrong. No, I could have could be right. I could have dreamed I, yeah. that. I don't know. But um with all the physics stuff, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Brian um, May also accomplished physicist. Right. We Dr. Might, Brian May. Yeah, we might go into that later too, yeah. depending on how things go. Yeah. But um Are Yeah, so thirty nine Brian May for an hour. <laughs> I love that guy. Well, yeah, but let's let's continue. Okay. Let's 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 kind of put it in where it's needed. Fair. Um so yeah, so thirty nine, a lot of people probably don't know it unless you've Got the Live Killers record, yeah, or um, it's just a Queen person. It comes off of uh, it's on Night at the Opera, I think. Yeah, Night at the Opera. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so a lot of people, which have, I think explains the a lot of people part. have that record, so yeah. they would know that. But um, a lot of people don't know it, so uh, search that out. So it's a it's, it's a really cool song, a lot different from what you would think of for Queen uh, in certain ways. And Brian takes vocals on it, so um, yeah. It's uh, it's a really it's a really cool, uh, different, interesting song, and it's kind of a personal pick, so that's why it's uh, my number thirteen. My thirteen is uh, uh, another kind of early song, and it's a song that sort of opened up my thinking on a couple of things. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, now I'm here is okay. my number thirteen. Yep, in consideration, but I didn't go with it. Okay, so it's a kind of a weird choice it's not not like a big hit or anything Mm-mm. uh but uh it, it's just kind of got a cool intro it's just kind of got that simple guitar intro that's just dun 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 here i stand and there's a bunch of 
the the vocal uh, gets swapped back and forth between speakers and there's echoes in there and very seventies ex- yeah, experimentation yeah. which blew my mind Heavy. the first time I really heard it because I was uh, like I, I heard this song when I was first getting into really playing music and uh, first getting into finding guitar effects and things and I I knew what delay was delay for those who are uninitiated when you hear something echoing like a guy plays one note and that note echoes and echoes and echoes. That's not called echo, that's called delay for some reason in the guitar world. Uh, so I, I was aware of delay and I thought of it as, as a guitar effect, but then I'm listening to Now I'm Here and well, they're, they're using delay on the vocal. It's, yeah. The vocals echo. What's going on here, man? You can do that? You know, it just kind of like blew my mind as a, as a young musician and kind of opened me up to like, oh, I want to try a bunch of weird stuff with effect boxes and I want to do... I want to like I'm I I want to get so deep into the mechanics that it almost doesn't matter if I'm playing. I just want to I just want to experience that. I just want to get into the technical side of it and just think about that for a while and kind of open my brain into that. Yeah. And also, it's just a great song. It just it it, it starts off so quiet yeah. and then just explodes. Then it just comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's it's a cool riff. Um, you know, good straightforward rock song. Yeah. Um. They talk about Matahupul, so you know yep. how bad can it be? Kind of celebrating the glam scene a little yep. bit, uh, which, which is nice. Yeah, which Queen is both in and separate from. <laughs> They're in and above. Yeah, is what they are. Yeah, that's probably um, the way I should have worded it. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, no, that's a that's a good pick. I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's all I got to say about it, really. Uh, so just a cool song. Yeah, my thirteen. Now I'm here. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, uh, start getting into, uh, some hits here. Okay. Um, cause I avoided big hits. So yeah, but like, you oh, almost have to. It's yeah. hard to, you know. Um, and this one probably a lot of people would put higher, but this is just the order that I thought of it. So, um, my number 12 is crazy little thing called love. Uh, you ready to be, uh, appalled? What? Not on my list. I can see why it wouldn't be. I came so close, but and I felt like it should be, but it's not. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, you know, and hey, everybody knows that song. I've played it, it was in a hit bands. song. Yeah. Hit song, you know, got kind of the 50s vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everybody knows it. Everybody sings along. Everybody sings the Ready Freddy part. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a fun song, and everybody... You know, everybody loves it, so yeah. you can't you can't go wrong with that. It's just yeah. a, it's just a cool, fun song. Uh, yeah, I do want to say that I do love the song. That's not why it's on my list. I do love the song. Uh, you said the Ready Freddy part, and I think you saw the look on my face, and that I kind of moved back from the microphone because I thought for a second I was actually gonna go ah, oh. like I thought I was actually gonna make a sound. Um, there's uh, after Freddie Mercury died, uh, I think about a year after. Uh, there was a concert that Queen did in Wembley Stadium called the Concert for Life. Right. That was both to raise awareness and money for AIDS prevention, uh, but it was mostly a tribute to Freddie Mercury. Uh, there's a moment during that where they play a crazy little thing called Love. I believe George Michael sings it, uh, who is also gone now. Uh, that they get to the Ready Freddy part and they tag it three times as they were used to doing live at that point. Now I'm ready, ready, Freddy, I'm ready, ready, Freddy. And they let the audience take the Ready Freddy. And like whoever, you know, Freddy would say I'm ready and the audience would sing Ready Freddy back right. then. Uh, but like they did that at that. And, uh, you know, I again, I think it was George Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, people on the internet. But he said, I'm ready, you know, hand it over to the crowd and the band 
sang along just ready freddy ready ready freddy right and on the third ready freddy brian may who i love uh brian may uh looks up to the sky and just gets a little bit choked up and moves away from the microphone i was like that was such a sweet moment yeah and like that yeah, yeah, I, I just kind of remembered that when you said "Ready, Freddy," and I think I remember that every time I hear the song. Mm. But like, it was just sort of, uh, yeah, I, I, I love that moment. I love the concert for life. I wish there were a complete version of it out there. There are versions of it out there, but there's not a complete one. Yeah, I haven't seen it for so long. Yeah, that I had forgotten all about that. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, just a moving moment from my own history as a queen fan and mm. uh yeah that uh, maybe that song should have been on my list but it's at your number 12 and it yep. certainly belongs there and again that was another one that that's actually the first one on my honorable mention it was so hard to cut yeah. it uh but i just i liked the list that i had but sure uh, do you have anything more you want so i kind of took over there but no i mean it's just it's uh i didn't go emotional with it i just think it's a really fun song that everybody loves yeah, so, yeah. It, so it should be on the list one of the handful that that's uh fairly easy to play on guitar part, partly because freddie takes the lead right <laughs> and uh uh that's one of the uh things on the live at wembley thing before he plays like the shitty guitar never plays the chords that i wanted to play Right, and he starts playing. He's like, "Yeah, no, he's right." Yeah. <laughs> God bless him. But, uh, so your number twelve, crazy little thing called love, a song that I think I realized while I was talking how much I love it. Um, but my number twelve is another song that I love, and a song that I've played on acoustic guitar, and I've got a version of that I love playing because uh, the the studio track is fine and is fun, and I love it, and the video is iconic, and I love it. Uh, but I, I kind of like my stripped down acoustic, you know, dorky version that I do that maybe I should release someday. Uh, my number 12 is I Want to Break Free. Okay. Also on my list, but higher. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I Want to Break Free. Uh, just, uh, a, a, a fun kind of, a fun kind of sad breakup song or wanting to break up song. Uh, it's, uh, you know, very keyboard driven, very kind of. Well, I don't even know if I should say keyboard driven, but there's there's a very kind of synthy vibe to it. There's there's keys in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to break free. Very kind of keyboard heavy. It, and to some extent, that's almost to its detriment. You know, depending on what your personal taste is. Uh, but yeah, the you know the solo in it is kind of weird sounding. Uh, but like all of that adds to the charm of it for me. I, I sure. think it's a really fun well, song. That the song, video is just great. Well, you the know? video is. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. The video is. The four members of Queen uh, dressed in drag, being housewives, and in one case, a young teenage girl. Yeah. Um, just in, in living their lives in London. Yeah. Freddie um, Mercury, full on mustache. Full on mustache. <laughs> full on playing, Freddie Mercury mustache. Playing the the mother and Roger Taylor, um, looking smashing as a young girl. Upsettingly um, attractive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> they did that, and during that tour, the Works tour, uh, Freddie would put on drag yeah. and sing. So when they did it in, I, it wasn't Rio, it was some city, I can't remember what city was. Um, I want to break free, and boy, I really should have looked this up before I came here, I should have, I knew, I shouldn't have done my homework more. Anyway. Um, if I knew how to look it up, I would right now. <laughs> well, it's in a book I have on Queen somewhere. Oh, okay. So one of the uh, cities they played, the people had, uh, of the country that they were in, had kind of used it as an anthem, hmm. and it became um, about uh, something about. Um, it might have been Sun City. It might have been during apartheid. 
Oh, that makes sense. Um, had used it as an anthem um, for a political, and because because uh, Queen played Sun City, whether they should have or not, right? Um, they did it for the right reasons, but it did it at the wrong time. Well, that's a whole other conversation. whole other deal. Yeah. Anyway, um, they uh, played it, and n- the band just doing their show. Fred comes out in it yeah. and gets booed and pelted yeah. with stuff because they were this was a, this song meant so much to him. So he very quickly took the wig off and finished the song and kind of figured out what was happening. He was he keyed into it pretty quick. Yeah. But um and that's kind of why it went higher in my list, I think, is because uh it has been, even though it's a breakup song, um, it has been used for other things and has been had had that different interpretation to it. And that elevates it in my mind because as a song, it's good, but it's not one of their best necessarily. But in my mind, it's been elevated because of that. So I put it a little higher up on the actually quite a bit higher up on the list than okay. uh, it is. But yeah, you know, good song was it was a hit. Um, you know, that's one that when it comes on uh, the radio or uh, the stereo, whatever it is, you know, um, the my girls dance around the room to it. So I turn it off a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah. Okay, so that's my number 12. Uh, what is your number 11, sir? My number 11 uh, is Back to the Rockers. It's uh, a very 80s song, Hammer to Fall. That is on my list, but it is higher. Yes. So, um, Great Risk, it's a, uh anti-war song, and I'm a sucker for an anti-war song. It's anti-nuclear, actually, song. Yeah. Um, and I'm, but I'm a sucker for that. Uh, I grew up in the 80s. I was... Part of that whole generation of every time a plane over, you went, oh, nuclear or no? Yeah, right. <laughs> We're going to get bombed? What's happening? Right. So, um, Boy, that came back. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, who knew? So, uh, but, now, but now I know how to do it. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, but outside of that, just a real great um, anthem rock song. Yeah. So, um, you just, uh, yeah, I don't know how much more you can say about it. It's a good, it's a classic queen rock song yeah just another one of those really cool guitar riffs uh just you know that another one of those that it sounds like and an annoying edit annoying single edit because it takes off the a lot of some of the ending it messes with the ending a little bit yeah it doesn't need to yeah Um, which i didn't know for years and then i heard the the album version went oh that's better right Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that was one of the ones where i was like no no album version rules yeah yeah but a uh a great song all the way around yeah, that's uh, one of my favorites, and it's you know, like I said, higher on my list. And I, I don't have anything to add; just a great song. Like, uh, and yeah, I'm not so sure why it is, why my list necessarily is the way it is, other than the top three or four. Yeah, I just kind of this is how it. Yeah, sh- it shook out. For that's me for uh, another reason. one that my favorite version might be the live at Wembley one, just I, or mm-hmm. at least just the start of it, because you just have Freddie on Happy to yeah <laughs> it's like you all want to hear this he just yells it out <laughs> yeah. come on just play it yeah <laughs> let's, let's let's stop screwing around and play the song yeah I, yeah i love that uh my my number 11 is a song that i again kind of view as a companion song to that in some ways it ends up very near to each other on playlists that i make uh my number 11 is uh, i want it all off the mirror also on my list higher okay. great but also on my list good deal um just one of those great songs. Again, very different on the album versus the single version. Uh, yes. Cool guitar riff starts it on the album that I think... Which is better. Yeah, that I, I, I have some theories about the way they even did that, but that's way in the weeds on a different show maybe. But 
uh, that's like a studio trickery show, <laughs> but, uh, uh, just a great intro. And, but uh, also the single version is fine too, because the single version just starts with, I want it all. And it's very kind of in your face and. Yeah, I, neither one is wrong. Yeah, exactly. But I do like the album version about it because it's, well, it's, it's a better build. And I agree, but uh, weirdly, one of the abiding memories I have of I Want It All is, uh, again, going back to the Concert for Life, that song was uh, sung by Roger Daltrey. Sure. And, uh, you know, that was Roger Wanders onto stage, as he, you know, is wont to do. And just, you know, they didn't do the intro. They just started with, I want it all. And it's like, oh, cool, Roger Daltrey's going to sing I Want It All. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he did. And, like, coming out of that show, I think even at that time, you and I talked about this, just, you know, what Queen should do is they should get uh, two singers, one for the rock stuff and one for the not-so-rock stuff, and it should be Roger Daltrey and George Michael. And yeah, that's what they should that. do. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, not, I mean, uh, look, a- Adam Lambert does a wonderful job now. I, I actually really Taking nothing away doing. from Adam Lambert? No. Um, although I really think... Um, if they want to go forward, because they're not writing much music, really music with yeah, Adam not that more. Lambert, and I think it's mostly at his own request. From mm-hmm. what I'm get, but I'm not sure um, at this point. I think they should uh, say, okay, Adam, you don't want to do it. Let's bring in Luke Spiller from the Struts. Oh God, he, that's a good choice. Because he wants to be Freddie Mercury anyway. Yes, he does. That's but, a really good choice. Um, and he just played with them at the uh, the Food Fighters thing. Oh, that's right. He did. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. So I don't never. That's. Because uh, I was watching, going, please announce that, please announce yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love the struts. Struts are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, but I mean, what Andrew, are we talking? Adam Lambert does a perfectly good job. But yeah, I oh, I want it all. I forgot what song. Yeah, <laughs> I want it all. But I like at that time that would have been a wonderful pairing, just yes. to tour with the, those two guys singing for you, because that that would have done it all. Because uh, uh, you would have got it all. Exactly. Uh, Adultery did a great version of it. It did it more than justice. Uh, George Michael was wonderful at that show, but we might get into that later. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I want it all. Just one of those songs that uh, when I was learning how to play bass, I went to my bass teacher and said, I want to learn how to play this song. And uh, at first he was like, okay, it's kind of straightforward. But then it gets to the bridge and the mm-hmm. solo, and John Deacon goes bananas because there's a just goes nuts now it's like i want to learn how to play that right yeah because we we've talked about brian may we've talked a little bit about freddie mercury john deacon incredible bass player who does not get his due yeah does not get enough credit uh again not flashy i mean there's a few of his you know, his, his lines, everybody knows. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're able to hold down and get his lick in where it needs yep. to be. Um, one, yeah. of the, one of the more impressive things about uh, John Deacon, and I feel safe to talk about this song because we already have, it's one of the ones that's excluded, uh, is every bass player in the world come, is standing there listening to the piano and or maybe a guitar playing, and it's starting a ballad, and the bass player goes... I'm gonna join in and like mm-hmm. just starts playing notes underneath and it's always wrong and it never quite fits. The one guy who got it right, John Deacon in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Everything he does in that is perfect. And I just, I, that's sort of what I fell in love with John Deacon was watching the original Bohemian Rhapsody video and kind of going, oh, he's, he's really smart about where he comes in and about how he actually adds to the song. And you know, like he's not, He's not drawing attention. He's actually building it. Yeah, well, he's, he's yes-ending this song. Yes, he's, uh, to a point, he's kind of doubling 
what's being played on the yeah, yeah. piano He's a little bit. He's doing left hand. But yeah. um, that's what's needed. You know, yeah. Especially when they did it live and Freddie stopped playing piano yeah, after yeah. the first, after the intro. Yeah. Um, so it was yeah. yeah, no, and, great. And uh, great bass player. Great bass player. Uh, some of his and... best uh, work that you're going to hear. Some of his, well, some of his flashiest work that you're going to hear is and I want it all. And I just, I love that song. That's why it hit yeah. where it did on my list. Yeah, great song. So. Um, and when that came out... Uh, they had just they had, it was on the uh, the miracle record, yeah. Which uh, was when they announced they wouldn't be touring, and nobody thought of anything of it at that point. Right. They were saying, "Oh, we're just breaking the album tour, album tour cycle." It's like, okay. Uh, but they had also there was a rumor they were going to tour America, and then they came out and said they weren't touring, so we yeah. should have caught to it at that point. But they yeah. were supposed to come back to America. Um, they had just done a kind of magic, mm-hmm. which uh, as much as I'd like that album, um, was really more ammunition for the people who said queen has lost their ability to really rock mm. uh because there was a lot of ballads on that album um there was well i mean when you think about it and maybe I mean, not ballads but not hard rockers other than nine maybe songs long i mean one vision kind of magic princes of the universe okay one vision and prince of the universe yes kind of magic is yeah it's kind of a myth not film, really guess, a, not really the it. rock but the hard yeah. rock but no, yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, Fans. One Year Love's on there. One Year yeah, Love and, you know, Who Wants yeah, to no, Forever, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're so, right. Um, so they just done that, and they had kind of been got, had got the um, reputation in America of not being much of a rock band anymore yeah, because no, of Hot true. Space, which was a disco album, or a funk album, I guess. Yeah, it was but, an um, interesting experiment. <laughs> uh, Hot Space, and then the works came out, and we didn't hear anything in this country other than uh, Radio Gaga. The other re- uh, singles weren't released, at least not widely, in America. Was crazy little thing called Love? No, Man? that was on the game. That oh, was back right. in 80. Yeah, you're so, right. So, um, we didn't hear anything. I mean, uh, Queen fans did. Yeah. Uh, hardcore Queen fans, but, you know, uh, for, as far as the radio goes, nothing but Radio Gaga came out. And the hard rock community com- almost completely lost interest. Mm-hmm. So, when I Went It All came out, and that um, that beginning... The, the chorus at the beginning of the single, yeah. and then that guitar riff that starts it off with uh, Brian May just wailing away. Yeah. It was like um, everybody just took a big breath and went, oh, they're back, finally. Um, so the, that's... The works, incidentally, also had Hammer to Fall, also had Tear It Up. I mean, you know. It did, but it didn't... <laughs> no, they weren't really... Yeah, they weren't no, released yeah. as singles. But My to, point is, yeah, if you weren't point, following yeah. Queen, if you weren't following the albums, you didn't know. Yeah. Um, people did not know that Hammer to Fall didn't get any airplay in America, at least yeah. not anything major. Yeah. Tear It Up didn't either. Yeah. Um, you know, so I want to break free. Even the video, I think I saw it two in the morning or something like that. I mean, sure. it was really buried. Sure. Um, well, in the States, we weren't ready for that in 1980, sure. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, quote unquote, weren't ready. Yeah. For that. So I Want It All coming out made everybody, I mean, a lot of people, that was the first Queen record they'd bought. Yeah. In years. Yeah. Um, and it's a, and, it, and it's a damn good one. But um, yeah, so I went all much higher on my list. Okay. But I think we're in agreement uh, about it. And it's uh, yeah, it's still and you still hear it occasionally in commercials and yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, you'll hear it occasionally just I don't I don't I don't know where all of a sudden that song will play. You're like oh well hey oh cool so yep yeah so yeah great song I agree with you cool okay so we're about to hit the top ten and uh, that's significant. Kinda. So, uh, what is your number 10? Okay, so number 10 is my last personal pick. Everything else is hits. Okay. Not that they aren't personal choices, but sure. you know what I mean. So, uh, number 10 is, uh, yeah, it, it is it is an album track. I think there's a live version of it. Um, it's a body language. 
No, it is not. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert number one is body language. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, please, please keep listening. Um, <laughs> this is a... Uh, so, yes, album track. Um, and I am, might be one of the few people that really, really love this track. Uh, but it's from News of the World, which is one of my favorite Queen albums. Uh, Spread Your Wings. I kind of thought that'd be on your list. Uh, it's not on mine. But I kind of thought that'd be on, on your list. You uh, have a fondness for that Always love that yeah. song. Well, um, and, and, and that, that record, record yeah, too, you've yes. Got, you've got the collector's version. That I do. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah so the, uh, the that song, uh, it's somewhat of a story song, but yeah. it paints uh, quite a picture. It's got the uh, slow piano stuff, and it's got... Um, the guitars coming in, it's not anywhere near as dynamic as Bohemian Rhapsody or anything like that. Sure. But um, it's a really, really good song, and it's kind of a melancholy lyric. Yeah. Um, it's about, uh, you know, trying to, kind of like I kind of like they would nail it on I Want to Break Free later, I think, lyrically. But um, <laughs> it's just one of those songs that uh, has always kind of spoken to me kind of it hit me on a level that maybe it should and shouldn't have, i don't know but uh when i got that record i was still a young a, a young man i was i wasn't a young man i was still a boy i was in grade school when i got that record and uh it really hit me and it was one of the first songs that really i could see the lyric mm. you know what i mean huh, um yeah so uh because i had listened to queen stuff before i'd listened to i'd had a few bands i was into um one of them being kiss because it was yeah, the 70s so um you know but that was the first time when i read the lyric sheet that red lyric sheet um and uh heard the thing and i could just see uh the emerald bar i could see sammy sweeping it up a whole thing <laughs> um it all came it all came to me so uh that's just kind of a personal pick that uh you know i went ahead and put on even if people don't know where they hear it and they seek out the song and hear it and go really um <laughs> you know uh to me it's one of their uh great songs and it's one of their great album tracks that i wish more people knew so there you are yeah i i mean i don't have anything to add about it i like the song i don't have as much love for it as you do uh but i i like the song i think it works really really well in the context of that album because mm -hmm. uh, i like i mean that's the same album that has we will rock you and we are the champions on it and right. that's if you are a casual queen fans if you look down the list of that those are probably the only two you know uh on that album maybe yeah uh but yeah that uh, as an album if you want to just hear a really really solid album put on news of the world yeah, and it's uh, and like I said, you said not a whole lot of hits to it, but a lot of quality songs. There's one or there's one that I kind of wish wasn't on there, but the rest of them, I enjoy. Um, so it's yeah, it's a really good record. Does it get down, make love? Is that it's the one? totally get down, okay. make love? That's <laughs> one of those like why? Um, I, I I don't want to. Thank you very much. Um, possibly one of the biggest misstep album covers ever, or possibly the greatest one, depending on your point of yeah, view. Yeah, that's such a hard like I very difficult I line to walk both ways about that yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> people that don't know just look up yeah just look at us google yeah. news of queen news of the world and you know if you don't know and, and if and if so which one is that that's the robot one. Oh yeah yeah you know people know that, it. that shows up in family guy and it's yes it does yeah stewie's afraid of that album cover <laughs> we were all afraid of that album <laughs> yeah, cover. Yeah, i yeah. was afraid I, was. I had the damn album i was afraid yeah, of the album cover i was too and it was uh 
And the thing is... I still might be. The artwork has nothing to do with the record. Not even a little. At all. Uh, so the, it's a the, very weird... The name of the piece. Oh, the name of the... Oh, 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 um... Oh, oh, shoot. I... I, I might it. not. I might not be dead on it. It's, some, it's something to the it's effect. It's in my of, head. It's something to the effect of uh, "Daddy, please fix it." Yeah, "Fix it, Daddy." Yeah, fix I think it, is Daddy. the name yeah. of it because the originally the original painting was not of Queen. The original painting was the band with like a construction worker or something in his hand. Yeah, and the robot said, "Yeah, fix it, Daddy." Is the yeah, name of it. Daddy, yeah. um, and it's, he's holding up, and so like I say, it's a quizzical look. Yeah, it's a somewhat remorseful look, but it's also a very cold, robotic look. Yeah. and it's a very moving, very disturbing picture. Yeah, but why it's on an the album cover. with a with a from <laughs> yeah. a really fun rock band, I have no clue. Um, <laughs> yeah. No clue what they were thinking, but whatever. So um, yeah, so uh, um, band, the robot's name is Frank. By the way, yeah. I know that too. Uh, so you got the deluxe version. Man. I did, man. So the <laughs> that, those uh, were some of the happiest uh, like texts I ever got from you. It was like, hey, it 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 came. Right, <laughs> like, I was like, there. Was very excited about it. You guys were texting me when stuff. I was up. like, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, I even I didn't even fix the misprint. There's a misprint version, and they uh, yeah. well, you could mail in if you got one that was a misprint of the thing. They said, we'll send you the the correct one, and I didn't. It's like, no, I want the original. I want yeah, the yeah. I want the misprint. I have no idea what. I'm supposed to be looking at, but yeah, it's awesome. Right. So um, anyway, uh, spread your wings, really good song, great album. Check that album out. It's kind of a hodgepodge record because it all builds and it's a really great effect. But in all those songs, none of them sound like they should be on the record with the with the other songs, except for "We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions." Right. It's a very kind of a hodgepodge put together um, record that just ying. Not, I was gonna say yin yangs, but that's wrong. Zigzags, Zigzags um, yeah, all go. over the place, even even for Queen. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a great record, uh, and like I say, one of my favorite songs. And that's my last personal pick. Well, I'll continue talking later about songs that people have heard of. Yeah. So there you go. My number ten is one of those songs that's synonymous with the band. That is, uh, people probably know this song and have no idea that it's a Queen song. Even it's just one of those songs. I'm a bass player. My number 10 is Another One Bites the Dust. Okay, I have that much higher on I'm, my list. I'm sure but... you do. And I, I struggled with where it should go on mine. I knew that it had to be at least in the top 10. Yeah. And uh, But I was kind of going, okay, it it is one of those songs that, as somebody who's you know a big Queen fan, it's almost a cliché. It's almost like, well, yeah, of course you're going to put another one bites the dust on the list. You know, of course that's right. going to be on the list. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obvious choice. You sure. know, so that's kind of. I tried to put a few of the obvious choices a little bit lower. You know, it's kind of kind of my reasoning for being at number ten rather than at like number five or higher. I, I kind of uh, went a little bit opposite on that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fair wherever you put it. Mine, it's at number ten because I needed it to be in the top ten. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a great song. I mean, you just you know that song. Do 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 do. Right. I didn't do that justice at all. But no, but know, everybody knows what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know that song. For a while, uh, so popular was that song. Even the uh, pro wrestler, the junkyard dog, used to come out to that song. That mm-hmm. used to be his entrance. Yeah, music. and that was uh, one of those songs that it topped multiple charts, not just yeah. the pop chart or the uh, rock chart or topped the R&B chart for a while. You know, um, There was a dance mix came out that was like a 12-minute yeah. version or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a classic song, everyone knows, and uh, lyrically, 
it's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those songs that if you are especially a bass player, you end up having to learn it. I mean, because everybody knows that's a bass riff. So, like, you tell someone, oh, I'm a bass player. Oh, do you know another one bites the dust? Yes. <laughs> and, and you play it, and they're like, yeah, that's the song. That's the song that I know has a bass in it. Uh, it's just just one of those songs. Uh, and it, I, and in fairness, it makes people happy to do it, so you should be happy to learn it. But Sure. Uh, I mean, it, it, it is a great song. It is an iconic song. It's a song that you have to talk about if you're going to talk about Queen and any sense of an informed way uh it, or if you're a ju- big junkyard dog fan you just you, you, That's good to, too. you just have to touch on that song i i love it i still to this day like playing it when i'm just sitting around noodling on the bass i end up playing that you know and a couple other that are still to come on my list to be honest with you but uh it's it's just it's just one of those songs, man. It's just one of those songs that you think of that band and you think of that song, or not vice only versa. A, not only a great riff from John Deacon, but a John Deacon song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of Johnny's. It's yep. uh, <laughs> one of Johnny's. One of Johnny's. I don't know if I've heard anyone call him Johnny before. Uh, Freddie has. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Freddie called everybody everything. At some he point. called some. Yeah, he. Uh, he was a character. Uh, Let's uh, put it that I, way. I have more Freddie things to say uh, later in the list. Um, some of them related to John. Deacon, uh, yeah, John Deacon. That's one of the ones he wrote. A great bass player. See, great I think riff. I know what's going on your list now that you said that. But yeah, anyway, I do. Uh, you don't know where though. Uh, but yeah, just just a great song by a guy who is to some extent undervalued even among Queen fans. And sure. uh, uh, you know, so, and who has disappeared off the face of the planet. I was going to say, to some degree, not to his chagrin. I think he, you know, kind of likes having that lower profile. Yeah, nope, and, he's done. Yeah, he. Uh, a lot I, of people say they're done, and they come and they come back, but yeah. he's he's done. Yeah, he's done. Uh, Neil Peart would have been done had he not passed away. Sure. Uh, but yeah, John, uh, I think, I really think it would, it would and has, and I think he's on record as saying it. I think it would and has, you know, just break John's heart to look over, and it's not Freddie singing. Right. I think he just had a you know love for his bandmate that you know yeah. was so much deeper well, and at than the time, his love of music. Yeah, and at the time he'd said uh, that you know I'm not gonna continue. I'm, I've already done this one, one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. You know now it's that's base essentially over. Why keep going? Yeah, I was a member of the Queen fan club for sure. a while. I remember uh, that. Yeah, you remember? I don't know if most people know that. I was a member of the Queen fan club. And they put out a little kind of zine every now and again. I think it was quarterly. I think you got one every you know couple of months. And one of them was uh, a question to John. And you know the, it was the fan club. They got to ask these guys stuff. And so they asked him the question: If you could be part of any super group, if you could you know construct any super any super group, any musicians, who would you choose? He said, "I've already done that. Why would I want to be in a different one?" Right. And uh, you know that sounds like such a cheeky, egotistical answer if you read it that way. But I think he was genuinely kind of going, you know, I got to work with, I got to be in Queen, man. I don't need to be in anything other than Queen. Yeah. Like that was the best, mm-hmm. you know. And I understand that, you know, anybody who's deep into Queen fandom, he can be a little surly, he can be a little bit ab- abrasive and abrupt. But I think he, I think that was, I think I got to read an answer that was like the most honest version of John Deacon. I think he was like, no, I've had a great life and a great band and I don't need to do more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with it. And, you know, I, I admire that about him and I certainly admire him as a player. And Another One Bites the Dust is one of the songs that kind of summarizes John Deacon as a player, certainly, and as a writer. 
And, uh, I mean, it just belongs on the list. And I'm glad it's higher on yours. It had to be on mine, and I struggled with where. I put it at 10. I'm glad it's higher on yours. Uh, but it's just one of those songs you have to talk about and you have to give respect to in a conversation about Queen. Sure. So, uh, with... Great. So, <laughs> so with that, that brings us to your number nine. Uh, my number nine is a song we talked about in passing, uh, Radio Gaga. Nice. Radio Gaga. <laughs> um, not on my list, but it definitely. Really? It, yeah, I another one that broke my heart not to put on the list. Uh, and but here's the thing: the whole time leading into this conversation, all day I've been fucking singing Radio Gaga. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm so pissed off at me now because like I just I've been walking around, and everything I had to know. Yeah, just the whole day, man. I, like it's it's. I, I, I believe every word of that song, uh, except for kind of the chorus is a little silly. But yeah. <laughs> like the verses, and that's oh my really, God, am I with you? Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? really what hurt it in America. This yeah. is when Queen, I mean, if, if they had skipped the Hot Space record, they probably could have made it through on the works. But sure, um, great is, album. It is what it is. Oh, the works was a fantastic album. Yeah. Um, but with uh, Radio Gaga... Um, this chorus being kind of silly and, uh, I mean, I, I get the point that he's trying to make, but yeah, it is kind of a silly chorus uh, and that really hurt them, uh, in America. And I think that's unfair. Yeah. And now everybody loves that song, but at the time people were, people just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I the mean, video it, didn't but just, help. <laughs> no, because people didn't understand it. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody's who's seen Metropolis. Right. You know, so um, than me and you. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, probably people listening to this. Have well, seen that's it, but, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the uh, and I mean, just to watch them live do the the thing, the hand clap live thing when they do it. I mean, they did it in the video too. But the fact that he got that Freddie got an entire stadium to do it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's so um, cool to watch. But it's a really you know, I mean, yeah, it's kind of dated with the synth sound that it has but sure. at the same time um like you say the verses are really good the emotion is there the story of the song is there the idea is there um you know just a really really good uh quality oh, i was gonna say later day but it's almost mid-period but i guess we'll go with later day queen yeah. song uh you know just solid all the way around you can't argue I agree. Uh, and like I said, I'm, uh, you know, in hindsight, disappointed that I didn't put it on my list. But yeah, I, I maybe, maybe swap out Bicycle Race for Radio Gaga on mine retroactively. We can't do that officially, but maybe. Yeah. Uh, that is a really great song, and I'm disappointed it's on my list because, again, all day I've been singing it. I, I, that, that is a really great song. Um, well, yeah, what, is, I mean, what is on your list then at number nine? Do you great. Like, do you like that great segue? Yes. I really did. Number nine we've already talked about is Hammer to Fall. Oh, okay. Perfect. So we go right back to you. What's your number eight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is one that probably maybe should have been higher, but again, this is just where it landed. Um, the show must go on from that any window. That is higher on my list. I figured it would be. Um, yeah. Uh, really, really fantastic song. I might cry talking about this. Uh, you, you, you may. Um, so I will go through my version of it. When, uh, this song came out, I was performing on a regular basis. As a comedian. As a comedian. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, uh, very relatable, you know, because I think, again, when it came out, nobody really knew yeah. that Freddie had AIDS. There was a lot of rumors. And when you saw the videos, it was like, hey, he's looking kind of skinny and gone, but it wasn't. 
uh, for sure. We didn't know enough about it. No, we didn't know um, at that time. Yeah. And you could tell, you said, well, is something wrong with him? Or did he just lose a lot of weight for some reason? The man, and the man needs a sandwich, you know? Yeah. So we didn't really know. Um, but when I heard the song, you know, I heard, you know, you could hear, because as a comic especially, you have to go up there and be happy and be fun and be everybody's good time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was one too. Yeah. You know, and I'd done theater before that. So I understood getting into the character. Um, you know, so I kind of related to it from that point of view at that point, uh, later on, of course, when I got older and related to it just as a person, as a, um, just as a metaphor for life in general of how you kind of have to, the show must go on and how you have to, yeah. Get out there whether you feel like it or not, yeah. and of course, knowing what we know now about Freddie and how he, um, and how he passed and everything he was dealing with at the time, that just has a whole other layer to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard that song be described as pretentious, and sure it is. It's a Queen song. Everything's pretentious. Right. Um, pretentious doesn't mean bad. Right. Some people view it that way. It's not. It doesn't mean bad. It just, um, it's just, it's just reaching for um more than you actually have for greatness yeah uh so and that's what that song is and i know you want to tell the story so i'm going to let you do it um of uh of the recording yeah of the thing so but uh yeah i mean and it's one that people know because it's on the soundtrack to the movie which we're not even going to discuss um sure. the movie but uh so people do know that song a little bit more so than they did i think um and it's been on a lot of the hits and everything, and everyone's kind of viewed it as uh, one of the, and it is one of Freddie's final songs, but one of the, um, kind of the, it just ties everything together yeah. towards the end song. So, uh, but it had to be on the list, and um, yeah, it probably deserves to be higher, but that's, again, just kind of where it fell on my list. So sure. there you go. Uh, first of all, any window record is one of my favorite Queen records. Uh, yeah, really good. I mean, I... Thought about putting more from that record on here than got on. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I, I, I I'm surprised only one got on there. I just thought I was going to do at least two, but I think or that three might be the only one I have from it too, actually. But uh, yeah, the you alluded to the story behind it. Um, I I loved the song anyway. Sure. I didn't know this story until I was probably in my thirties. Uh, it just it just whatever reason it just hadn't reached me, and then it did, and I was like, oh my god, I love that song. You know, it was one yeah. of those things. Um, in the studio, they were, uh, Freddie was sick. He had AIDS. The band knew, knew it. Other people didn't. You know, he was struggling with his health and with everything that that does to you. The band was basically working when Freddie was able to work physically. So they're in the studio and they're kind of working on Show Must Go On. And Freddie says, okay, well, I think... Uh, I think I just want to do just just a. I want to do a throw. I want to do a scratch track. I want to do a throwaway track. Kind of it's not going to be the final track. Guide vocal. Yeah, yes. just a guide. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. I want to do a guide vocal. It's not going to be the final track. I just want to you know just get something down so we know where it's going. You know that happens a lot in recording. For those of you who don't know, you just slop something down and you, that you know you're going to replace later. Uh, the spirit took Freddie. The uh, the guide vocal, the throwaway track, the scratch track that he was doing, that's that's the track that you hear. Yeah. That's that's the track. He nailed it in one. He nailed it in one. There were, uh, from what I understand, there were some very mild cleanups, sure. like a couple small patches, but yeah, he nailed it in one. He, This is a guy who knew he was dying, 
knew he was di there. There's still no cure for AIDS. And back then, it was a death sentence. Someone told you you had AIDS, it was over. Yeah. Uh, and Well, this he, is a guy who, at the time, I mean, they had to sometimes prop him up so he yeah. could sing. Yeah. In the, so yeah, they had to give him something to lean on and, yeah. you know, get him up there. So he and was he, too weak to stand. Yeah, and he was in that condition, and he knew he was going out, and he delivered the track that you hear as the show must go on. And I didn't know that until I was deep in my 30s. And yeah. I, I read that story and immediately started weeping because <laughs> I was just kind of singing the song in my head and kind of going, wow, that I, of course, you know. Because like, it, it, it had dawned on me by that time that, oh, Freddie knew he was on his way out, you know, when they recorded that. So of course he did. But I've recorded a lot of music, and it takes 97 takes to do anything. Yes. You know? And it's, so I just assumed, okay, well, that song probably meant a lot to him, but they probably put a lot of work into it, and it was hard to do. He did it in one. He did that in one. Right. And that's I just one of my—you know what? Forget that. That's my favorite Queen song. And uh, that's uh, just a hugely important song to me, and it's, I mean, obvious that it's on both of our list, lists, but uh, yeah, I, I love that song a lot, and everything you said about it, and, and what I just said about it, and uh, yeah, that's just, that's just a, a fantastic song. Yep. I guess that leads us to my number eight. Your number eight. Uh, which is uh, not near as dramatic a song. <laughs> I say, I hope it's something really silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good Sunday afternoon. That, that would have been a great place for bicycle racing. Yeah, yeah. And I love that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, unfortunately, it's not that. It's, it's a good song. It's a you know a little bit of a rocker. Uh, Seven Seas of Rye is my number eight. I thought about that, but yeah. I didn't put it on. But it was in contention, definitely. Yeah, just uh, I I don't have a lot to say about it, to be honest with you. It's just always been one of my favorite Queen songs. It's, it's upbeat. such a weird song. Yeah, it's very weird, but it's upbeat. It's fun. It's piano driven in the intro. It's some mm -hmm. of Freddie's coolest piano work. Uh, well, maybe not, but it's 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 some of his. Of the best known stuff, it's some of his sure. coolest piano work. Anyway, it's a cool piano riff, and it's just a fun. Yeah, energetic, you know, bah, you know, kind of anthemic type of song. One of really one of Queen's first anthemic songs, and you know, grandiose, yeah, you know, huge. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just it's just one of those songs that I I'm just endlessly attracted. I have no idea what it's about. Well, but I, I, it's just was, one of those I was going to touch on that because apparently Rye, Rye was a land Freddie invented. He apparently had this whole idea of a whole land and concept and this big concept thing that I, to my knowledge, never went beyond that song. Maybe there's a little glimpses of it on Queen 2 and other places. Like I say, I'm not very familiar with that record because it never really took with me. Sure. But they didn't really do a lot with it. And that fascinates me because this is the 70s. Concept albums were everywhere. Yeah. Where's the Seven Caesar Fry concept album? Where's right. that? What, what happened there? You know, so um, it's facing because this song doesn't make a whole lot of sense when no. you look look at it, read it. There's still some lyrics. I'm not even sure what they say on a couple <laughs> of parts. I'm sure I still don't know the words, all of it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's a really cool song. It's a very Queen song. Yeah. Um, didn't make my list just, I think, for that reason, because I'm not sure what to do with it. But, sure. uh, but I really like it. They uh, 
they even did the the beginning of it in '86 at the Wembley gig. Yeah, they did they part of did it. Most yeah, of it. yeah. They did whole th- I don't. I think they did the first half of it or something. Yeah, like, like that. the first. Uh, the, if you if you're not familiar with that record, the like opening set of that is almost a medley, uh, like the first few songs of it. And yeah, they they definitely touch on seventeen. Yeah, well, they'd always done medleys in their yeah in the. It's live shows. This is a Queen thing. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a good pick. It's just, it wasn't on my list, but it's a good pick. Yeah, just one of those songs that sort of jumps out at me as a fun Queen song. So, yeah, Seven Seas Arise by number eight, uh, which brings us to your number seven. I already talked about it. I want to break free. Okay, so we've got a match there. So, yeah, nothing else to say about it. <laughs> okay, we've so it goes there. Uh, so that brings us to my number seven, which is a song that is one of those songs that I hear the first note, and I'm back in high school. Uh, being in love with the song, being in love with the whole album, and having a crush on the same girl, even though she's long since in my past. It's one of those songs that uh, music does that. You hear a song and it just takes you back to where and when, you know? And this is one of those songs for me. Uh, Off the game, Save Me. Very nearly made my list, Very but it nearly. didn't. Oh, I, I love that song so much. Just that, just from the first moment... It started off so yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I'm 15. <laughs> and that <laughs> one was a minor hit, at least in Europe. Yeah. It had a minor hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that song, it's the uh, construction of it is so good. Actually, we were, I was listening to the game. I was driving the kids around the other day. Yeah. And I had the game in because we were doing this Queen thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I they were in the backseat talking and I made them be quiet. Nice. <laughs> so that song was like, you, guys, you, can, you can talk to that last one, but you, you listen. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those ones that when I finished the list, I was actually surprised it wasn't higher. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just, again, just one of those songs that takes me back to where and when. That whole album kind of does that. And, uh, I just, I feel like I've got a memory associated with every track on the, on the game, on that record. Uh, and, but Save Me more than, than any of the others. And, uh, just, uh, just one of my favorites since at my number yeah, seven. I don't have the memory thing so much, but other than I remember buying it. But um, yeah, that's a really good song. It's the last song on the record. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good closing song. It's a good, um, like I say, it's a little bit ballady, but it's not a ballad because there's um, a lot of dynamics in that song. Uh, yeah, very. That's a good pick. It's a it's a good. Pick. It was like I say, it was nearly on, but I decided not to put on as I went uh, more of a hits direction. I kind of had a idea for a while I wasn't going to do that, but I decided well we got it wrap the hit so people know what how we're talking about sure. so <laughs> exactly um yeah so but save me is a good pick yes okay so that brings us to uh your number six. Uh, we've discussed this one too i won it all was my number six okay good deal let's move on to your number six uh my number six is a song that uh uh just makes me feel happy mm-hmm. uh and you know starts kind of starts kind of quiet and then gets big uh off the jazz album don't stop me now Okay, I have that higher. Okay, good. Uh, I just love that song, and part of it's just it just says fun to me, and you know, it just mm-hmm. says energy, and you know, don't stop me now. It just says don't stop me now to me, and like, I mean, my favorite part of it is that just listening to Freddie and how uh, how Freddie he is. And yeah. it, don't stop me now. Having such a good time. I'm having a ball. You yeah. Know? You can you can hear the hand wave as he says, mm-hmm. I'm having a ball. Yeah. You know? It's just, <laughs> um, yeah, he's just, you know, all the little background that, all right, and all that other yeah, stuff yeah, he's yeah. doing. He's yeah. just having a blast. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun song. It's a good song. It's an energetic song. It is my favorite scene from Shaun of the Dead. 
Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen Shaun of the Dead, um, you know, if you don't oh, like zombie, yeah. if you don't like zombie movies, I get it. And it does get a little gross towards the end, but there is a scene where they're trapped in a pub with a zombie, and that song comes on the. Uh, I, I don't know if they. I remember if they play it or if it just happens to come on the jukebox mm. or whatever they're called in England. I guess it's a jukebox. I don't Probably, know. Yeah. I don't know if there's a different word for that or not. We'll find out. Uh, somebody will say it. Sure. <laughs> um, but it's a great scene. They basically beat up a zombie with pool cues in time to the song, and it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's a great song, a lot of fun, Um, and that's how I learned who Lady Godiva was, because I looked it up. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's on there. Um, It's it's actually kind of a little bit of a risque song in certain places, but uh, it's such a joyous one that nobody cares. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, And I love how it starts just as kind of, you know, this piano ballad almost. Tonight I'm gonna hit myself. Yeah, and it, then it just goes nuts, <laughs> just mm-hmm. uh, super happy and glammy, and then it returns to that kind of soft vibe on the outro, and it's kind of la 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 la. Yeah, so yeah. like you know, it, it continues, it kind yeah, of fades yeah, out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's you on the intro, you can almost hear a guy just singing that alone in a piano bar, you know. Right. But then it goes like crazy Queen, mm-hmm. and then it ends back in the piano bar, and I kind of like it goes from the piano bar to Wembley Stadium back to the piano bar. Okay, and I yeah, I get love you. That in okay. the construction. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't stop me now. My number six. I just I love that one. Uh, in my uh, on my notebook, I just wrote, "Don't stop me now. I'm having a ball." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just says fun to me. It's it's yeah. one of those songs that. Even if I'm feeling a little bit down, I hear that song and I'm kind of like, oh, I sort of want to smile now. You know? Just a great song. And uh, one of my girls, uh, Tess, she danced to it, I think. Uh, that was... Nice. In one of the uh, one of the shows. She's done a lot of shows, but I believe she She's danced to that one. She's done a lot of shows. Um, she danced to that one, so that was uh, cool. She likes that one. Good um, deal. And it's uh, one of the best jokes in the play. If you've never seen the play, We Will Rock You. Which I have not. Um, but that's one of my favorite parts is I start that song and then it stops. <laughs> they don't go all the way through it. And it actually, in the, oh. in, and in the, in the, uh, the story, it does make sense. Okay. But, but you know that when they wrote that, when Ben Elton, by the yeah, way, yeah. wrote that, you know, he was like, I'm going to find a way to stop this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that that's where he started that's, the project and went from so there. That's so mean. Yeah, it is. But, uh, but it's probably one of the better jokes. Anyway, um, yeah, so good pick. Good pick. Uh, thank you. Uh, that does bring us to your number five. Okay, number five. I have uh, since we're have a tribute to the Queen. Uh, Killer Queen is my number five. Okay, not on my list. Please continue. Okay, so um, one of those songs. I mean, that... you would be free to continue if it were on my list. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that because it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a song that um, you know, like I said, everybody knows. It's got the snapping intro. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and in, case starts, you, starts, in case you're unfamiliar with snapping, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. You're you're welcome. Um, so we you look to educate um, here yeah, on the got, show. Got the it's got all the Queen hallmarks. It's got the piano intro. Um, pretty sure it's about the Queen, but I could be wrong. Um, or at Hard least somewhat about the Queen. Yeah. I don't even know. Hard to say. But um, <laughs> or maybe Freddie's fantastical version of the Queen. I don't Wait, know. Who who actually what said let about. the meat cake? It, it, let the meat cake. That wasn't that was Mary Antoinette. Mary Antoinette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's mentioned in the. And so she's that, mentioned in the song. So maybe I don't know. It's about her. Um, <laughs> it might just be about powerful women in general. It might yeah. just be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to 
about. It doesn't matter what it's about. What <laughs> matters is that it's a fun song to sing. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a fairly sizable hit um, yeah. on both sides of the Atlantic. Like that. That's yeah. that's that's nice and official sounding. Good. Um, so uh, you know, it's just a, it's a it's a good song. Everybody sings along with it. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of quintessential early Queen. Yeah. For me. So I had um, to learn how to say Moya Shandon. <laughs> yes. Well everybody does. Yeah. And you just kinda go through it. You don't have to have to really get it. Yeah, I was like you 12 just kinda and going, go, what is that? Yeah. And then like, I had to learn what that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah, and it's you know, I I don't know, it's it might not be one of the best best songs, but it's one of their most popular songs and it's one that I always think of when I am thinking of Queen songs. So uh, it's in there for me. Right on. Uh, yeah, again, not on my list. I like the song. Uh, and, you know, like I said, I had to figure out some of the wording. And, it, like, I got into Queen when I was young, and I didn't know any of the reference. I, I didn't know who Marie Antoinette was, you right. know. Uh, so I had to look up a lot <laughs> for that song. Sure. But once I understood it, I was like, oh, okay. It's weird how they pronounce gelatin, you know? <laughs> yes, gelatine. Gelatine, Yeah. Uh, which I don't think is even a British thing. I think he just needed it to rhyme, you know, <laughs> with laser beam. Artistic license. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. I've got no problem with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the song a lot. It just didn't quite make my list, but it's, it's uh, you know, kind of, kind of very, fun to talk very about. Very British song. Very British. Very song. British. Yeah. So, and, I, and maybe that's my attraction to it. It's just, it just sounds like you're in England somewhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... Uh, there's no question who wrote it when you hear it. Oh, sure. You know, so, I mean, it, 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 it definitely jumps out. Yeah, it's definitely out. a Freddie song. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Uh, we're in the top five. My top five uh, gets, uh, I mean, it's sort of like the critical songs, if you're not going to include the three that we're not including. Yeah. Uh, so my top five, uh, I, in a very dramatic turn from Killer Queen, is uh, Who Wants to Live Forever. Not on my list. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, to me, one of the quintessential Queen songs, um, I mean, obviously you view it differently after knowing what Freddie was going through, which I don't think he even knew himself. I'm not sure he knew at that point. Uh, No, 85, probably. I don't think he knew yet. Yeah. If he, if if he knew anything, he knew he wasn't feeling quite right, you know, but yeah. Uh, so I don't think he quite, and he certainly hadn't told anyone else yet if he did. But but, I mean, it's one of those songs that, you know, hindsight is maybe one of those things that colors it differently than it was meant at the time. Wasn't that one of them though? Not to interrupt. I'm sorry. Wasn't that one though, that was written for the Highlander movie? Yeah, it was, uh, that's important to mention the uh, kind of magic album is largely just the soundtrack to the Highlander movie. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that was involved with that. Uh, and makes sense in that context with the Highlander being an immortal and, you know, sort of struggling with being an immortal and who wants to live forever? Right. You know, you lose everyone you love, you know. And, uh, but <laughs> that was well, it. it. Why is, was that funny? It, it wasn't funny. So you lose everyone you love is not funny. But I thought you were saying you loser. <laughs> What's the for? You loser? Why would you want to live forever? So <laughs> okay, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's, what you actually said was not funny. But, <laughs> but what you heard thought, was well, I, yeah. I'm what I heard was was pretty hysterical. Somebody listening at home heard it the same way. Yes, so exactly. You're, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that 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 is the crux of the song. And that's what it is in the movie, um, uh, but but yeah, I mean it, it is one of those songs that sh- sort of changed meaning after what happened to Freddie. 
But uh, just one of those songs that I think even if that weren't the... If Freddie were still with us, I think I'd still love that song in the same way. I think it would still sort of pique my interest because, yeah, I'm a... I'm a sci-fi fan, and I'm, you know, kind of a weird spiritual guy in some ways. And just sort of that thing of, like, th that's just a trope of, you know, becoming immortal and living forever. And even even those of us who know we aren't going to try to do something that's going to live beyond us. So in that way, we will live forever. Sure. And then you've got Queen saying, well, who really wants to? You know, I mean, think about it for a minute. Do you really want that? And, you know, and that theme is explored heavily in sci-fi. It's certainly explored in the Highlander movie. And Living Forever does seem like kind of a bummer. You know, and the, the song's sad because essentially in the movie it's describing, well, he was in love with someone and he loses her. You know, she dies and he has to deal with, I've lost someone that I love very much and yet I still have to go on because I'm immortal. You know, that's sort of what the song is. And that's a big idea, and that's a big concept for a flouncy, glammy pop band to tackle. But they did it expertly and wonderfully and beautifully. And uh, I, I just, I love that song. I'm almost supernaturally drawn to it, and it just, it means a lot to me. And it, it, it you know, yeah, I was born out of sort of a soundtrack situation, which Queen's done, you know, they did... The Kind of Magic album is the Highlander soundtrack. They did the Flash Gordon record for that right. movie. Uh, you know, they're no strangers to that world, but I, sure. uh, the Kind of Magic album, I think, stands if you know nothing about the movie. And certainly when I listened to the album for the first time, I knew nothing about the movie. And uh, that song just jumped out at me. I was like, oh, I, I don't know what I get about that song, but boy, do I get it, you know? And now I understand what I get about that song you yeah. know, at, at the stage I am in my life now, but... Just one of my favorites. It had to be in my top five. I mean, when I started the list, I was like, that has to, has to, has to be in the top five. You know, and it, and there it is at number five. So that's 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 it. Who wants to live forever? Yeah. You know what Lemmy said? No. Wanted, wanted to live Actually, to, no, I don't. Wanted to live to the day before forever to avoid the rush. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I get it. It's a good song. I think the lyric is better than the song. Hmm. I think the feeling of the song is good. I just... It always, to me, sounded like it could have been a little bit better, like it was missing something. Because it's kind of a drone. Yeah. And on, on purpose. Yeah. But um, I always felt to me like it could have been bigger and had a little bit more... Something, something's missing. I don't know if it should have been bigger, but something... To me, it was always missing with the song. It's, it's on the hits, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with it. It's just not one of my favorites. But I get why people love it. I mean, everybody. Sure. You know, people also... I get it. Okay, so that... Number four? Uh, yeah, we're at number four. Okay, so I'm number four um, song that kind of has to be on there, whether you want it to be or not, uh, Under Pressure. Under Pressure. That is on my list at a different position. Yeah. Um, Under Pressure, um, as is pretty famously known, the a... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Collaboration. Collaboration, thank you. Yeah. Between David Bowie and Queen. Um, and Sorry. one that... Sounds like it was probably kind of unfinished. It sounds like they were going to go back and write more lyrics, and they just never did. Um, with all the with some of the um, explain how some of the uh, Freddie's just scatting around the, the okay, you know all that stuff. Um, That's okay. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just you know. So yeah, I mean, it sounds. Um, and when when you when you look at it from a logical point of view and from 
a you know taking from Queen and David Bowie and putting them together, it it seems like it shouldn't really be much of anything. It seems like they missed the mark, but they totally didn't. Right, they nailed it. Um, another one of John Deacon's great bass lines, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's, sampled and stolen yeah. many times. Yeah, that's sort not, of what I was alluding to. Yeah, yeah, not just by Vanilla Ice, but all other people. Oh, have yeah, it's taken and done and used it. Um, you know, and it does have a lot to say. It's got a lot to say. That song. It's one of those songs that, um, you know, people don't really realize what it's really. Say, I mean, people don't really pay attention that close attention to lyrics most yeah. of the time, so I think you miss a lot of it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a really good song. That, like I say, it shouldn't be as good as it is, but it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it, honestly, because again, everybody knows it. So you know, I remember in the '90s at the peak of Ice Ice Baby being mad. Oh yeah, everyone like all the time. A lot of us were mad. Yeah, yeah. And just like yelling the the real lyrics to that song at people, you know, while while Ice Ice Baby yeah, was I, have, I mean, I have a friend who, just because of the time and is younger than I am, yeah, uh, knows all of the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby backwards I'm close. and forwards, yeah, and does it every karaoke just to annoy people, <laughs> but um, and because he can, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so. Uh, whatever that's worth but um but yeah i mean under pressure is a classic song everybody knows it and uh, even the people that don't know it know it yeah but you know you hear it and you you sing along you know and that note that freddie hits oh god at the end when he um it's not at the end but it's towards it's, that yeah. third right verse or whatever because yeah. um, he, he goes high yeah. and then he goes higher and then just at the very end he takes it up one more just because he can't yeah yeah and just, just to say how are you even hitting that no yeah, how just is to that frustrate people who do karaoke later um yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean and it actually gets quieter i don't know if his voice got quieter or they had to bring it down in the mix because it was peaking i yeah i think they had to fade it out yeah that's my guess yeah uh yeah uh, 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 it's just one of those songs, man. I, I I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about Under Pressure. Uh, what is that? Your number four? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, higher on mine, I, I guess. I well, it had to be top five. Said, yeah. Uh, I mean, I love David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Um, possible. I mean, well, no, I mean, I knew who David Bowie was. I'd heard Space Oddity and stuff like that when I was a sure, kid. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, and Heroes and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Concert for Life might be the point where I went, oh, I like David Bowie. Hmm. You know, that might be where I fell in love with David Bowie uh, in 1991, 1992, I guess. Um, that might be when that happened. And Under Pressure is... Like, he did Under Pressure at that, along with... He did a Mott the Hoople reunion at that and did All the Young Dudes. And he did Under Pressure with uh, Annie Lennox taking Freddie's part. And that was definitely the point where I first met Annie Lennox, and I love her, her yeah. now, too. Uh, but yeah, probably when I fell in love with Bowie and uh, like, I have such a, I have such a love for Bowie and I have such a love for Queen that that song almost makes my feelings complicated. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, like anytime I hear either like, cause Bowie did a version of that in his set and Queen did a version of that in their set. Sure. And anytime I hear either one, I'm like, yeah, that's the perfect one. And uh, Bowie's, uh, in the past few years, Bowie, uh, well, I guess Bowie's estate put out his Glastonbury 2000 performance, and there's a performance of Under Pressure on that that is fantastic. Uh, Gail Ann Dorsey, his bass player, takes Freddie's part on it and mm-hmm. does a fantastic job. And, uh, Bowie is quintessentially Bowie in it. And, 
I just, I, I, I love that song and I love that pairing. And it was just, everything could have and should have gone wrong about it, like you were saying. And it just absolutely didn't. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> like I say, when you really sit and analyze it, you know, it's not what it could have been. It could have been, you know, something completely different. And I think they just did it in like like a day. You probably they, they had yeah. like a day of sitting around and just somebody had bits and pieces of things just threw it together. Yeah. Um, you and know who's on town? Love is David Bowie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and when you sit and analyze it, like I say, if you pick it apart, it's not that great. But the sum of the parts makes it, you know, um, undeniably great. Yeah. And it's just, I, I just. And I'll tell you this. So weird. <laughs> I mean, once How we get works. into, you know, love such an old-fashioned word yeah. mm-hmm. and love... Forget about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just over for me at that point. Like, okay, this is the best I'm ever going to feel in life, is hearing this part of this song. Like, I just... Uh, just one of my favorites... So I always look at it as being more not... I don't look at it as a happy song. Oh, I don't... No, I don't... I don't... That's not what I mean. Uh, just uh, the confluence of emotions is like that's the most I'm ever going to feel anything <laughs> is at that point gotcha. in that song. Yeah, no, I, I just one of you know what one of my favorite Queen songs I'm going to uh, amend that one of my favorite songs under pressure. Sure. Cuz it's also got the Bowie thing and I love <laughs> I love David Bowie. Yeah, so I mean, much. you know, it's, you, it shouldn't have been right but you can't go wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so was it your number 4? That's my uh, number 4. Uh, my number 4 is One Vision. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Is it on your list? From earlier. No, but no. I thought oh. about it. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, One Vision. Uh, I, it, was, just, it, was, it was in contention. Yeah, it, it's one of those quintessential intro tracks. Mm-hmm. It, like, it has to start your Queen play- playlist, probably. Uh, at least it has to start mine. Uh, one of my... Uh, I, I don't even know if you'll remember this completely. One of my favorite memories of this song was uh, we saw in the uh, mid-90s, we saw the band Mr. Big play. Yes. And the band that opened for them was a band called Open Skies. Skies spelled S-K-Y-Z. Yep. Uh, Their intro music was One Vision. I don't remember that. Okay. I remember their cover of Give a Little little Bit. bit. Yeah, Yeah. which was really good. Yeah, I have that on CD to this day. That's still one of my favorite versions of that song. Uh, but yeah, their intro music, they they were playing One Vision as their intro music, and uh, my friend Mark went with us to that. Uh, Mark, friend of the show, Mark. Hi, Mark, if you're listening. Uh, they were playing One Vision, it was good, and the crowd was kind of up for it, and Mark leaned over to me and said, this first band better be great. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they better be. And the best part of it was right at the end, it has that, uh, uh, give me one, more, give, me one, give me, give me, give me, fried chicken. And the lead singer of that band, whose name I know as Hugo, uh, Hugo came out like as they're finishing that song and just like leaned into the crowd and spread his arms out wide and just sang fried chicken and the band started playing. And I was like, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's one of my favorite memories of that song. That might be the reason it's in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love that song. Well, just one of those songs that's very energetic and very kind of like, yeah, we're starting, we're starting slow and we're building and we're going to, you know, hit you with everything. And the last line of it's going to be kind of a joke. Yeah. Now, you know? <laughs> I, now, I don't know for sure because I don't have the Iron Eagle 2 soundtrack, which that came from. That one came from Iron Eagle too. That was did it really? Yes. I don't think I. Knew, I mean, it's on the Magic album. I know, but okay. that came from Iron Eagle too. I have no knowledge of Iron Eagle too. Okay, so so I don't have the Iron Eagle two soundtrack, 
But I want to say that it said on that version of it, it says one vision at the end and the fried chicken was changed. I mean, that seems right. That yeah. seems like a, I'm a, almost as just sure as I've a heard joke. a version where they say one vision yeah. at the end. Yeah, so that is from the Iron Eagle 2 soundtrack, which I saw that movie. Did you really? It was all right. Is anyone, uh, can you remember anyone that's in it? I want to say Louis Gossett Jr.'s in it. Oh, good for good He for was in the first one, I know, and I think he okay. was in the second one. All right. Um, so I again no memory of it at all. It was I mean you know Top Gun was huge so the, so they made a copycat movie. So um, yeah I mean maybe it was Iron Eagle one that that <laughs> song was from but I think it was from Iron Eagle two. Um, that's fine. Either way it was from an Iron <laughs> Eagle movie. I believe you. What do you so um, but yeah so that's interesting but yeah the fact that they threw the fried chicken joke in and kept it. Yeah, that's, that's on the official album. That's the part that. It almost made me kind of think, what is wrong with you? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, them doing that live is funny. Yeah. Doing it in the studio as a, just, it's just a funny, fun, that's funny. As an outtake, that's funny. Doing it on an album, well, it's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is wrong with you people? I mean, there are takes of it that are stupider. Oh, I know there are. I've seen I've seen the the DVD or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's a there's a kind of quintessential Queen outtake that is. Yeah. Uh, I've referenced this sort of uh, sort of earlier. Earlier, yeah. Uh, there's a take where Freddie's kids cover your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, <laughs> uh, tune out. If there's a kid listening to this, uh, you're you have terrible parents. Uh, but there's a there's a take of Freddie in the studio singing the song. Where he's just kind of going through it, and like clearly a guide vocal thing, or he screwed up something earlier and knew he was gonna tank this this recording. But there's footage of him going, uh, "One crap, one turd, two shits, John Deacon." Right, and that is my favorite thing he's ever done. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was dirtier than that. Right. No, no, it was just one crap, one turd, two shits, John Deacon. Well, one too bad. And um, it's not, not that bad, but not as bad shit. as I thought. Yeah, <laughs> it is multiple times now. Yeah, yeah, several, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, fine. Spotify yeah, doesn't um, care. Yeah, so One Vision, yeah, no, it's a good opener. Uh, a nice uh, little, uh, slightly more than mid-tempo rock track. Um, yeah. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but it's It's a good driving track. Yeah, it's got a power to it. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, it, you, I mean, that starts the Wembley album, and you, you know that you're in for something. And there's also fried chicken in there, which and the fried who chicken, doesn't which, love fried chicken? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know... I could go for some fried. I'm gonna say go for some fried chicken. Yeah, we should totally like start catering these things. <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be good. That's just uh, <laughs> <don't worry about laughs> number twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's how that'd go. <laughs> uh, I actually had some sushi a little bit before this, and I've been feeling it the whole episode. It's like we can never eat during it. Right. <laughs> I just I feel terrible. <laughs> um, I jack the box away here. What do you want? Okay, yeah. So, so, you know, so we're yeah. the same. Yeah. So let's hurry this up. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do. <laughs> and the best way to hurry that up is for you to tell me your number three. I we already talked about it. another one bites the dust. Okay. Okay. My number three uh, is a song that I imagine is on your list i imagine it's in either number two or number one because it would have to be uh somebody to love it is on my list okay uh somebody to love uh one of those perfect songs uh one of those songs that uh freddie mercury died in 1991 i had not seen queen i have still not seen any iteration of queen I uh have seen people cover queen i have seen bands do very good jobs covering queen 
the this is one of those songs that when the right person covers it or hell sometimes when the right person does it at karaoke if it's loud enough and it's hitting me hard enough i'm gonna cry uh it's just one of those songs i i love this song i identify with this song it's another one that i'm gonna mention the concert for life it was performed by george michael and George Michael, uh, you know what? I love the Queen version. If I had to, if I had to, kind of hard to say. I might like the George Michael version best. He just did such a good job with it, and uh, uh, I, I just, I love the song and I love that performance of it. I, I think before that, before that performance, I knew the song and I liked the song, and then I saw it and went, oh, I love that song, because of the performance that George Michael gave at Concert for Life. Right. Uh, are you familiar with the rehearsal footage of that? Of Contra for Life? Of, of specifically that song. No. Okay, there is rehearsal footage out there. Is that on of, the Blu-ray? I don't have that. Uh, I don't think it's on the Blu-ray. I've well, seen it on YouTube. Poop. Okay. Uh, you can find it pretty easily if you just concert for, just George Michael, somebody yeah, you love, it. it'll pop up. Yeah. Uh, George Michael, uh... You know, you rehearse a song before you do it. Sorry, everybody, doom, that breaks the mystery. You rehearse a song before you do it. And there were rehearsals before uh, Concert for Life. And Queen is there, and they're playing the songs. And, you know, at a rehearsal, you're you're generally kind of going through the motions. You know, you're not fully dialed in. You're just kind of, like, getting a sense of it. And, like, yeah, okay, well, we'll hold it back. We're not going to do the full version of it in, until we get on stage. Yeah, that's how a rehearsal usually goes. Sure. Uh, George Michael did not ascribe to that theory when he was singing this song at the rehearsal. The rehearsal footage is fascinating because it's Queen playing a Queen song. And like in the back, there's all these famous celebrities and singers and like David Bowie's hanging around, just sitting in the background, like smoking a cigarette. And uh, but he starts paying attention because George Michael is giving 100 percent at the rehearsal. Yeah. Like he is fully dialed in during the rehearsal, cool. doing like all of the sort of lead singer physical bends that you do with your body and just giving his all and like the rehearsal like i i didn't see that until probably about five years ago somebody you know passed it along to me because they heard i was a queen fan and i think it was uh, it might have been longer than i don't remember when george michael died but i feel like it was maybe that same year uh somebody passed that along to me and it was just like oh, oh my oh my god he's he's putting in that much effort at a rehearsal yeah. You know, and it just like took my breath away. And like, I already loved that song and I already loved that performance of that song. But then, but then I was like, the, I, I, the rehearsal though, now the rehearsal <laughs> might be my favorite version because uh, he just was so into it. And like, I just gained so much respect for him just watching that. But apart from that, still one of my favorite Queen songs. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> that, that experience completely removed still speaks to me, still moves me in ways that I can't articulate. And I'm not going to try to. It's just one of those perfect, beautiful, wonderful songs. And it hit my number three. And, like, I'll be honest with you, Checkmates at Home and Dave in the Room, uh, almost all 15 of these I wish could be number one, you know? And, like, this is one of those that I kind of wish could be number one. It had to be in my top three, bearing in mind that we excluded Champions, Rocky, and Bo Rap. This one was definitely going to be in, in that in that category. And it just it just is and it's on your list too so please you start talking because i'm sure you have things to add yeah so this song um i mentioned before we went to see we will rock you Mm -hmm. the play my uh wife's mother has a subscription to uh the fabulous fox theater here in st louis and so she gives to all the shows but sometimes she 
gives tickets to us to something we she thinks we'd be interested in or sure. she can't go or whatever. So sometimes we get to go. It was a matinee show. So I actually had to mm-hmm. take off work, but I wasn't missing the Queen show, right? Right. So I'd never seen Queen either. Um, I was around when they were still touring America, but it was far too young to be to go to a Queen show. I was yeah. a kid and yeah, no one was going to take a kid to it. So, so we went to matinee, my wife and I, and I was kind of cluing her in on some Queen stuff she didn't know about um, on the way there because... Um, that's not annoying, but I did anyway. Mm-hmm. So that show opens up with Innuendo. That's the first song oh, wow. in that show. Wow, um, that is a bold And it just, track. well, it sets the this, this, this scene of yeah. this world that they're in. Um, and it's big and it's loud and it's queen. And I was down towards the front, even though it was a musical version. I mean, they had a live band. Yeah. And it really took my breath away. I was, it, I got a lump in my throat. And uh, Somebody to Love was one of the first few songs in the show. Mm. And uh, it's sung by a female uh, in the show. And the soundtrack has someone else singing it entirely. But when I saw it, the touring production in America, uh, the person who sang it, her name is Ruby Lewis. Wow, you love her name. She is, I do, I I remembered her. Um, Mm. She is, uh, she's in, uh, she's in a lot of uh, shows. She's Broadway off-Broadway actually doesn't do a whole lot of movies or anything like that. It's mostly stage work. Um, So, uh, but she's really good. She sang that song and I did, and I cried. Hmm. It was just the most amazing thing I'd ever heard. And I was kind of blown away by the whole seeing Queen thing. The fact that the show itself wasn't all that great was beside the point. (laughs) Um, And nothing to do with anyone on the stage. It's just, like I said, it was, it's just written in a weird British way. Yeah. a good British way, but still a, bit, a little bit odd in places. So sure. um, some of the jokes don't transfer. Anyway, um, that that song, um, yeah, it really just blew me away that day in particular. Uh, that is one of those songs that, like you said, it's pretty much a perfect song. And uh, I'm going to piss people off again. But I think it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. As a song. I don't necessarily think people will like it as much. I just think it's a better constructed song. I think Bohemian Rhapsody, as great as it is, um, the operatic section is kind of put in there specifically to put it in there. Yeah. Whereas I think the uh, Somebody to Love is much more uh, natural yeah. and it flows better. So that's an opinion. I'm not saying it's a correct one. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I'm just saying that when you kind of you know get right down to it, it's a better song. Is it a more popular song? No. no. It is, a, is it a more fun song? No. But <laughs> it is, um, but, you know, I just like it better. Yeah, so um, I just, great song. And the most people, I think, know know that one, too. That's not one that has slipped yeah, under the radar too much. It's just yeah. not as ubiquitous as some of the other um, songs. Well, ubiquitous. I know. I'm not even sure I used the word right, honestly. It's... Uh, no one will ever know. That's true. No one knows how to use <laughs> that fine. word. So my wife yeah. will. She'll tell me. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. if, I, if I if I used it wrong, <laughs> or she'll be like proud of me because used it right. One or the yeah, other. One of the two. Either uh, way, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. But yeah, somebody to love rules. Let's so put it that way. Yeah, I can't argue <laughs> with anything that you said. Uh, and you know, a great vocal performance by Freddie. Sure. I mean, you know that somebody do. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That I was way off on. Is uh, sure. That's okay. You're not, you're not Freddie. That's true. Very few people are. Uh, but there was one. 
right. uh, who's, uh, I have, uh, uh, checkmates at home. I have had the same, uh, Freddie Mercury poster on my wall in my bedroom since 1992. I still have it. When I was a kid, it was, uh, up with thumbtacks. And so the corners are missing, but it is now in a frame and it is still on my bedroom wall. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, it's the same poster. It's same exact one. Uh, I have a feeling that the next two uh, are going to go pretty quick and easy for both of us. We might yeah. be out of here pretty quick after this. Because we've mentioned them. Yeah, I mean, we just got done with my number three, which is Somebody to Love. Uh, we know that that's going to recur on your list. Uh, so what is your number two? You just give me the, you want me to just do the, my top two and then you do your top two? Yeah, let's do that. Because I think we're done. Yeah, I think so. Um, until we start talking about all the stuff that didn't make it. Yeah. Um, so my number two was Don't Stop Me Now. Okay. And well, number one uh, really? was... Yeah. And number one is Somebody to Love. Uh, I guess I should reveal my top two. Uh, my top two are pretty obvious if you've been you know, following along. Uh, number two is uh, Under Pressure. Number one is Show Must Go On. Uh, absolutely my favorite Queen song. I, I, I don't feel like anything I could say is going to further clarify or amplify why those are in the positions that they're in. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think I've been pretty clear and emphatic up to this point but yeah under pressure show must go on that's the order for me um uh yeah i mean we've got a whole host of honorable mentions we can get in into uh much of which has already been mentioned actually but sure. uh for the list proper we had eight in common which is a little less than i thought we would have actually me too i thought it'd be closer but so, i i knew it could go that way depending yeah. on how um, on how much we, we relied on our own personal feelings versus hits. Yeah. You know, um, but I think we did a pretty good job of covering a lot of the hits, though. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we've got, <laughs> wow, you ready for this? We've got seven spaces to fill. Okay. Um, before we get into that, Let's do I... it all with honorable mentions. Okay. <laughs> well, I, we probably can. We could, actually. If we wanted to. I, I don't know. Do you want to do the list first or do you want to do the honorable mentions first? Well, I didn't. Rate mine as honorable mentions. I just yeah. have this big long list of stuff that I didn't put on the list. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you this. So, Coming to your list for my honorable mentions are crazy little thing called Love, Keep Yourself Alive, and Radio Gaga. Uh, Radio Gaga has to be on the list. Yeah, that's got to go on there. Yeah. Just throw that on there. Radio Gaga on the list. Uh, I, I Crazy little thing called Love should be on the list. Sure. Uh, the yeah. other one that I uh, agree with uh, from your list is Keep Yourself Alive. That's in my honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you want that on the final list or do you have ones that you want to talk about? What was the other one? Uh, what did you just say? I said radio, I'm I said looking radio, at stuff. Sorry. I said radio gaga, crazy little thing called love and keep yourself alive is the one that I just said. I think keep yourself alive should go. If we're not going to do anything okay. else from the first queen record, we got to Well, that's that a good on. point. Uh, cause neither of us mentioned, uh, Jesus or a uh, good King rat or liar uh, or liar. Yeah. Liar. Uh, yeah. So keep yourself alive. So that brings us down to four to choose from. So okay. I, I, I conceded to three of yours. Already. Okay. Um, let me look at your, I kind of scribbled your list down here. Sure. Um, let's see. Well, you were pretty adamant about, um, who wants to live forever. I know it's a big hit, so you can throw that on there. Okay. I don't. I won't argue it. It's again, it's not one of my favorites, but I won't argue it. So, uh, from your list, I also think uh, "Save Me" should go on. Okay. As a kind of a personal pick type thing, 
Um, it was again. It was kind of a summer hit. So save me should go on. Okay, that leaves us with uh, like two, two few more. Yeah. Okay, two. let me pick one more from your list, and then let's talk about some of our honorable mentions and see what we can come up with. Okay. Um, I think just because we talked about it so much, I was gonna say tie your mother down, but I think maybe one vision might beat that. Uh, yeah, in my mind, one vision beats that. Okay, so let's put that this on. We'll go vision. Okay. So let's talk about all the other stuff that we didn't uh, put on, and obviously. Okay. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Champions and Rocky were still yeah yeah those are still above list those are yeah, yeah those are givens hey checkmates it's your Uncle Derek coming to you from the future uh, the day after we finished recording this episode Dave texted me and said how did neither of us mention Love of My Life which is a great Queen song and I replied back to him saying I really thought we did and uh Dave just suggested, well, edit that in if you if you yeah if you're able to, and I'm able to, so I'm editing it in. Love of my life, absent from the conversation, absolutely should have been at least an honorable mention, if not better. We both love that song a lot, and just wanted to say that. And I now return you to the past. past. My honorable mentions, uh, pretty straightforward. Fat Bottom Girls, people love that song. You know, <laughs> some people really don't. Some people yeah, yeah. turn their nose up at it. I have conflicted emotions about it. I think I did love it, and now I'm in my 40s, and the Me Too movement has happened, and uh, so I've got conflicted feelings about it. Yes, but at least he loves them. Yes, it's not. Yeah. It's not saying you know. It's not making fun of fat bottomed girls. It's celebrating yeah. them. Yeah. So at least you have that. So fat bottomed girls is a, is an honorable mention for it's me. It's an honorable mention. I uh, have it in my list. Like I say, I don't have an honorable mention list. I just have this giant list of songs. I my my honorable mention list from now on uh, gets confusing. Uh, Headlong is that's, on there. That's on mine. I'm gonna. I I'm, love that song so much. I'm it's, gonna uh, take off the songs we've already talked about from my big huge list here. Yeah, I've already done that. Uh, no, I didn't. I've think just of been it. kind of scratching off as we went. But well, yeah. mine's on my phone, so it's a little harder. Uh, fair. Uh, yeah, Headlong is on my honorable mentions. I love that song. Good driving song. Always mm-hmm. ends up early in my playlists. Great song. Uh, this one's a weird pull. You Take My Breath Away. Uh, of, uh, Interesting, of yeah. I didn't even think about that. Good song. Specifically, uh, the uh, remaster that they did not terribly long ago uh, in the 2010s, I think, uh, there's uh, disc two of that it has the kind of bonus tracks, the weird oddity tracks. There is a live version of that that is just Freddie solo at piano playing and singing that song. Might be one of the most hauntingly beautiful things I've ever heard in my life. Nice. Uh, but that's like that feeling alone didn't get it on the list. But you take my breath away as all my honorable mentions. Uh, a song that you mentioned uh, going into the talking about seeing the play, uh, Innuendo, is on my honorable mentions. Universe. It's on mine. Yeah, that was the theme song to that show, and I love that song. Real rocker off that album. Yes. Uh, I, great song. Uh, another song that I'm a little surprised wasn't on either of our lists off the Miracle, uh, Breakthrough. That's on my... Yeah, that's an honorable mention for me. That, I, should that... be, I should be checking these off as you mentioned them. Yeah, right. That would help. Uh, that uh, that covers uh, my honorable mentions that I at least wanted to say on okay. the show. My honorable mention list is 20 to 50 songs long. Yeah, exactly. But those are the ones that I want to Okay, at least so let bring me take off a few that with you With one have, space rema- remaining. That, that you have mentioned. Okay. Did you, you have those written down, all those that you said? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to take them off of my list just so we're not repeating. But yeah, Breakthrough's great. 
underrated underrated song you keep me yeah um headlong too yeah uh we take that out okay so also uh, uh this wasn't on my list but i just want to mention uh is this the world we created is that's on my list hauntingly beautiful okay good but it's so short yeah and it's an acoustic thing it almost feels like it doesn't yeah quite get there yeah worked um, really well on the wembley album though mm-hmm. no it's a great song it's just such a small little acoustic thing yeah. kind of a it's almost like a tag on yeah. at the end of the record so that was actually the first things on this list just because i've taken off other stuff there you go is this rule we created okay so we didn't mention it but theme from flash gordon okay it's a i mean it's a classic right sort of even though it's <laughs> um i mean everybody I, knows it yeah that's true i have and, real conflicted feelings about that whole album but you know, I do have it. <laughs> we gotta watch. I mean, I nobody listens to it. Yeah, you watch the movie, but nobody really listens to that album other than the first song, the last song, and maybe Football Fight. That's about it. Um, well, and the last song is uh, the Hero. That's a good yeah, okay, one too. I was gonna say, is the Hero the last song? Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one is too. That on that's... your honorable mentions? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but good. Um, my honorable mentions. Okay, so we mentioned Flash Gordon, and we mentioned. Uh, um, is this the world? Is this world recreated? Yeah. Uh, Let Me Live. Oh, good song. Uh, very it's quiet now. It does have, uh, only has Freddie on one verse, but it's got um, Roger yeah, and Roger's Brian there, yeah. both singing it. I think Brian singing Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Um, uh, and they got the choir, sure. and yeah. that was the first one on Made in Heaven that really, I mean, the first song was kind of haunting, yeah. but then that Beautiful came in and that's it. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but that came in and it was, uh, that's just a really good song. So Let yeah. Me Live is that's on good. there. That almost made the list. Uh, followed by, and these aren't in any particular order, uh, Put Out the Fire. Uh, you know, great song. I actually kind of thought that'd be on your list. I was, it, it was, it was, one, it was in contention. Great um, song about gun control. Yeah, con- gun control song um, before we even needed to have a gun control. Who knew? Yeah. Um, even if That's it's... That's a great song. Even, even if it's, even if it wasn't about gun control, it's a great exactly song. That. It's just a the uh the groove on that song and yeah. that was during the hot space record where they were mostly doing funk yeah and brian man's like you know we need one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and came in and then said no i got this lads and it was just amazing it's such a weird album it's like it's funk very b- and groove and then there's under pressure and there's put out the fire yeah and it's <laughs> not necessarily a bad album it's just, no it's, just, it's just it's just not a good queen album yeah yeah so um it's just really weird uh but anyway put out the fires on there uh the next one I have is a song that we did not mention. Another John Deacon classic, You're My Best Friend. Good song. Yeah, about his wife. So, yeah. really nice. Uh, I uh, Really nice song. If I may, I remember when uh, you and Valerie were courting, when you and your wife were courting. Oh, yeah. Uh, you made her a uh, mix CD, and that was on it. That was, yeah, that was one of them. Was yeah. On, yeah, I, Which I thought a few, was a really I think, sweet but that was a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good song and a keyboard uh like a old organ keyboard type song i mean yeah. what is that what's the instrument it's not a it's not really a moog but Maybe it's like a, a clavy thing clavi yeah chord. it's just kind of yeah. it's it's it's, a, it's kind of a different song but really yeah. good um i also have liar which we talked about a little okay. bit liar. from the sure. uh first record nobody believes me thank you anyway <laughs> <laughs> um uh, another one from made in heaven i was born to love you uh, that yeah yeah <laughs> Good song there. I don't have a few more. Like I said, I just like word vomited songs out. Yeah. Um, and then it stopped at this point because I, I had too many. I have to stop. Uh, play the game. Okay. Uh, just good intro song and really 
quiet song, but then it's more than that. I am absolutely out of paper. Okay. <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll have a few more, and okay. I don't know that they're worth you, you writing down, but the, this Go one, ahead. the ones that came in. Uh, Let Me Entertain You. Good from one. Jazz. Uh, just a weird, kind of a weird song, but I liked it. Um, and it Works good... early in a set. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then two kind of personal tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Passing the Open Windows. Wow, okay. Go go off, Queen. <laughs> go off, Queen. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, which actually, I was torn between that one and It's a Hard Life, both from oh, both from works. Yeah. But Passion Open Windows, um, about... Actually, I think it was from a movie or in a movie or about I, a movie. I don't even know. There was a movie about it. And it's entitled movie somehow, like a British movie. But, um, you know, very synthesizer track and probably doesn't relate as well anymore. Mm. But good tune. Um and one that I think was almost the first draft for um, the show Most Go On was Was It All Worth It? That's, that's a great song. Last track off the Miracle. Yeah. Um, just looking at the, uh, the whole career and like, what did we do here? Did it mean anything? Yeah, you know? that's a and great that's, song. That's a cool song. So those are mine, apart from the ones you'd already mentioned. Yeah, well, I mean, the other ones on Made in Heaven that came to mind for me were Too Much Love Will Kill You, which we kind of talked about, and also Mother Love, uh, I just, I've always found chilling. Um, I I just, I I feel like that record doesn't get enough credit. It Uh, does not. Even though it was clearly spliced together from leftovers. Yeah, no, and it doesn't get enough credit for the right reason. Yeah. Um, And also, what's up with the... 12 second track that just says yeah yeah it's, it's not even tw- it's like two seconds <laughs> two seconds whatever it is yeah and that's but, it and then there's you know 20 minutes of just uh this ambient ambience. keyboard yeah. thing and yeah yeah i like i think two three words just mixed thrown in there like yeah yeah are you it's 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 very odd but like i sounds like it should be what belongs on a pink floyd record yeah yeah i i I will say of that album that at the time that I became a Queen fan, that is the only album that I got to to experience as the new Queen album. Right. You know, so like in my heart, I kind of love it for. And that it's a, and it's a kind of a weird record to do that with. Yeah, I mean, um, I was certainly familiar with them. I certainly loved them by the time that came out. Sure. But you know, that was the one that was the new one. I went, oh, there's a new Queen. I get to experience a new Queen album right. as a Queen fan. If we're you not know, so. counting the Cosmos Rocks, apparently. Well, <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. Um, I've never even I've never even heard it. I haven't. Either. I'm sure there's something worthwhile on it, Probably. but I haven't heard yeah. it. Um, I did pick up the live record with Paul Rogers and Queen, the live one that yeah, went yeah. out, just to hear it. Yeah, and to hear Brian May play Bad Company songs. Yeah, is interesting. It's not bad. It's weird. Yeah, but it's not bad. But I can see why they went in a different direction later yeah um uh, but although, anyway although to in in the context of what i was saying that still wouldn't have been the first one that i experienced as the new Queen oh album. fair yeah so fair. <laughs> uh fair. but yeah i kind of forgot that existed so uh you know what thanks for mentioning it because somebody had to uh but yeah we've got an interesting list of honorable mentions here i don't know if the if it's an honorable mention that makes spot number 15 or if it's one from the lists that we've already made yeah. Uh, what we've got, what we've got is honorable mentions or fat bottom girls headlong. <laughs> that's such a weird one to start on. We've got fat bottom <laughs> girls. Uh, we've got headlong, and I said it so seriously too. Yeah. Let's try it a third time. We've got fat bottom girls. We've got headlong. Uh, you take my breath away, which I'm not even gonna fight for. That's just a personal right. favorite. Uh, innuendo. These are the days of our lives. Princes of the universe. Breakthrough. 
Uh, I'm going to throw in Too Much Love Will Kill You and, and Mother Love, which kind of happened as you were talking. Uh, from yours, Is This the World We Created, which I really do love. Uh, Flash, uh, Let Me Live, Put Out the Fire, uh, You're My Best Friend, Liar, I Was Born to Love You, Play the Game, Let Me Entertain You, uh, Passing Open Windows, and Was It All Worth It? Uh, I like your list of honorable mentions more than mine, I think, because several of mine that I wanted on the list ended up on your list anyway. Um, we've got one space to fill, man. Yeah. I, I don't know how to do it. I, I don't know how to do it. Um, so, again, can I just kind of come over here real quick? I want to take a look. Um, I, I think you on sure. your, um, list of, um... Honorable mentions. There were a few of them. Yeah, there were a few of them that were on mine too. So let's focus on those. Okay. Um, so headlong was on there. Okay. And fat bottom girls was on there. Okay. And innuendo. Okay. Um, of those. In breakthrough. Okay, of those four, it's breakthrough. For um, me. <laughs> I was thinking headlong, but I mean, I was until you said breakthrough. <laughs> but breakthrough might do it. Uh, just because it's uh, it had it had a video in London. Yeah, London. In, in, the, in, in the UK, just London. London. Nowhere else. No one just else. Onion. If you didn't live in London, you didn't get to see onion that onion fucking thing. Of, <laughs> onion onion. Of London. <laughs> it's getting a little late here. Yes, the old uh, the old Fab Fifteen headquarters. Um, <laughs> in the Fabuliverse. That's a that, that's nothing. I don't, <laughs> I just said fabula verse. Well, um, there's, there'll be some editing. I'm so um, tired. So, um, I was thinking headlong, but maybe breakthrough. And you know, it's one I, of those two. I think part of me really thinks, man, we should get something else old on there. Yeah. Um, which is like you're my best friend or something like that, or um, now I'm here maybe, but because uh, now I'm here was on the original thing, but yeah. Breakthrough is such an underrated song, um, and it, that's a song that makes me feel good when I listen yeah. to it. Um, yeah, underrated song, un, you know, fairly unknown in America. Um, yeah, I don't know. You want to go with that? I mean, it, it's either Breakthrough I, or Headlong from I, those choices. He said very high-pitched for some reason. Yeah, you turned into Kevin McDonald there for <laughs> a second. It's very weird. You want to go with that? <laughs> You're wagging your finger at everything. Exactly. Uh, um... <laughs> It's either breakthrough or headlong for me uh, of the ones that we had in common. Um, well, I mean, innuendo is a good pull too. Yeah. Um, but I think I think headlong is the more expected. It's the more. Is it really? It's the more hit. Is it really? Yeah, okay. headlong was. I mean, headlong came out at least in America, and people were like, "Oh, great, another rock and Queen song." Mm. And when I went to buy innuendo at that. Um, Record store that no longer exists that was on Lindbergh by the Pawn Shop. Um, no, record that one? Reunion. No. No, Sound Revolution. Sound Revolution, that yeah. was it. So I went to that buy That was the... fascinating for one person listening to this. Yes. Um, <laughs> Hi, Mark. Right. Um, Sound Revolution, I went in and I was, uh, I had it in my hand, and the guy behind that kind of goes, Oh, hey, there's a lot more guitar work on that record. It's a lot more like the old ones with the guitar. And I took it home, like, there's 
it's not like the old ones. This is like, <laughs> it's, what are you talking about? But there is more guitar work on it. Sure. But Headlong came out and people were, and that was that got a lot of airplay. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't so remember that very clearly. Headlong but... or um, Breakthrough. Hmm? Boy, that's that's a hard call. Um, uh, I mean, I did say that it was Headlong until you said Breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, depends you if just you made want such the... a good case for headlong. I kind of love that now. Um, headlong depends on if you want the hoop diddy diddies in there. Did it, did it, hoop did it, do it. Yeah, exactly. I, I want those in there. I um, think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, breakthrough is a personal favorite. Yeah, and I didn't know if you'd even take to that one or not. Yeah, um, I love that song. But uh, headlong makes all the greatest hits, the wings. Yeah, it does, and we don't right. really. I mean, we don't necessarily take hits into consideration no. when we do these. No. But when you have a band like Queen that has had so many, you yeah, kind you of have, have to. to. Yeah. Um, I mean, we put the three biggest hits out of contention. Cause, well, we did. Yeah, we just said that's, that's above that's list. Over and above list. Yeah. So technically we have a, like a Fab 18. Um, yeah. But it doesn't... But the, that, yeah, the, the alliteration Yeah, is the alliteration not, is just awful. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the I guess put Headlong. 18. I guess we'll do Headlong. Okay, let's go with Headlong. Let's go with Headlong. Uh, okay, so that means that the the uh, excellent eighteen uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, Rock You Champions Bow Rap above list. We're not even going to argue those. It, it, of course, you're right if those are number one, number two, and number three on your list. Obviously, the fifteen that we narrowed it down to, uh, more or less based on my list because that's how I circled things. Is uh, I want to break free. I want it all. Another One Bites the Dust, Hammer to Fall, Don't Stop Me Now, Somebody to Love, Under Pressure, The Show Must Go On, Radio Gaga, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, Keep Yourself Alive, Who Wants to Live Forever, Save Me, One Vision, and Headlong. The question is, do we have a number one? Because we've typically decided on a number one. Oh, we have. Um... Okay. My number one was uh, Show Must Go On. Yours was Somebody to Love. Yeah. My number three was Somebody to Love. Where was Show Must Go On for you? It number was eight. Number eight. Okay, so that weights it towards Somebody to Love immediately. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to be, you know, like, oh, mine is number one. <laughs> but but yours might be number one. But in my heart it is. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I don't really know why the Show Must Go On got... As low as it did, that's just how I thought of them at the time. Sure. When I looked at this 30-song list or whatever it was and went, okay, yeah, I got I mean, to I mean, put that away and just think of Queen songs. Yeah, then, you did your list virtually off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. I, you know, thought about it over time. You know, like I had a list before you suggested it, you know? <laughs> yeah, so my list was more uh, spur of the moment, but I've had these songs in my brain for 20 years. Yeah, plus, or whatever. Yeah. Or 40, however long. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm good with it being somebody to love. If you want to make a case for show must go on, you can, I don't necessarily 100% disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's always going to be show must go on, but, uh, if we're, I mean, I'm, we're not just doing this for me, you know? Right. Uh, I'm good with somebody to love. I'm good with somebody to love being our number one. Okay. So our number one on the list is somebody or, or to love. Or technically number four. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, somebody to love, number one, uh, or number four, or whatever. Uh, that I, I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, rest of the list, again, just in case anybody uh, wants to take notes, 
Uh, number one is somebody to love, and then in whatever order you prefer. I want to break free. I want it all. Another one bites the dust. Hammer to fall. Hammer to fall! Uh, don't stop me now. Under pressure. The show must go on. Uh, Radio Gaga. Crazy little thing called love. Keep yourself alive. Who wants to live forever? Save me. One vision and headlong. That's a good playlist. Keep yourself alive. Who wants to live forever? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you make that playlist, separate those. That's yeah, the only, that's the only requirement I'm, yeah. I'm giving to people. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, and then above list, We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you put those 18 songs together and you're going to yeah. have a good time. Yeah. Uh, that That's a damn fine playlist. And I'm glad we did this. Um, I've had fun. I have nothing else to add. I don't think uh i'm looking at the weird notes that i've got scrawled in the margins of my notebook and I, I i think we covered all the bases over time um did we talk about roger taylor we talked about everybody else we didn't <laughs> <laughs> sorry roger taylor uh fan of the show roger taylor uh <laughs> we uh uh yes. great drummer I'm, I'm sure i'm i'm sure he's in his mansion now feeling depressed yeah we, I, we can't, gotten I, to him. I can't believe those guys in st louis didn't mention <laughs> i've given money to the show uh nobody has ever sent the show money uh roger taylor if you would like to send the show money uh i would be glad to send you a paypal link uh or a venmo i i will join venmo if roger taylor wants us wants to send us money uh, great drummer, great drummer, Re- really solid, uh, great, uh, 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 some of the, uh, I don't think people realize some of the harmonies in the Queen songs, 100% Roger Taylor. Yeah, so Roger Taylor's solid drummer. Yeah. Not overly flashy. Right. Could be. Yeah. Doesn't. Didn't, yeah. Um, he, but he does a lot of the singing, he, you're right, a lot of the high harmonies in back, in fact, in back, yeah. are him. Yeah, you don't um, realize. You watch yeah. the, uh, you watch the. Uh, videos the uh, concerts and he's singing yeah. he's singing right along with freddie on yeah. a lot of that stuff um you know yeah so just a rock solid drummer yeah. um like i say not overly flashy but nobody in queen other than freddie who was flashier enough to like two people yeah um nobody was really played flashy all the time or right. went out of their way to do so they just got the lick in when they needed to right you know um and uh roger taylor you know i mean hey you listen to the keep yourself alive that little drum break yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty kind of a jazzy, yeah, drum yeah, yeah. jazzy hard rock jazz kind of a mixed thing. So, um, yeah, so yeah, you you know you got four musicians who, like I said, none of them are necessarily the people that are going to really blow you away with their technique, um, but that's mostly by choice. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, minus Freddie. Well, Freddie would because yeah. his his voice is just nuts. Yeah, he just um, was gifted with. You've got four guys who yeah. um, came in and uh, combined the talents in the best possible way they yeah. could. Yeah. Just, uh, just you know, fantastic. You could, I mean, if you tried to put together a band that could do that, you'd have a hard time. Yeah, it might be impossible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roger Taylor, uh, also avid wearer of sunglasses. True. Uh, there, for years, I'd heard people say, oh, if you get his sunglasses off of him, he's yours. You know? <laughs> he's yeah, well. yours. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if he did listen to this show, he would want his affinity for sunglasses mentioned. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, uh, his car, which he guy, loves. Uh, like, and, and, yeah, he is in love with his car. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> neither of us had that on our list, and that seems like a little bit of a shame in some ways. <laughs> uh, but I, I do like that song quite a bit. Um, Roger Taylor, I mean... 
in in, in every band, you have that one member that you kind of take for granted. You know, like in in uh, in in Rush, nobody talks about Alex Lifeson, who is one of the right. greatest guitar players to do what he does. In mm-hmm. Queen, nobody talks about Roger Taylor, who was the perfect drummer for that band and is the only guy who could have done that in that band. Exactly. You know, uh, he's just a phenomenal drummer. Like Ringo. Like Ringo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very Ringo-esque drummer in that way. Ringo created a thing by accident and Roger Taylor fell into it. Uh, that, that's, that's, modernized that's, it. Modernized it. That's very well said. That's, that's kind of a perfect one-to-one in its way. Um, yeah, so there, we talked about all members of the band now. There we go. <laughs> but we, yeah. We gotta wrap this thing up. We do. <laughs> uh, Queen, hands down, one of my favorite bands. They're one of those bands that's almost above mention when someone asks, hey, what, what are your favorite bands? I almost don't think to mention them because it's just a given. Yeah, it's an ob- It's just you know? so obvious, yes. Like, I start with the who, but, like, if I think about it for a while, oh, oh, and Queen. I can't believe I didn't mention Queen. You know, I love Queen. Uh, everybody loves Queen. Everybody loves the Beatles. Everybody loves Queen. I mean, they're one of those bands. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, Dave, of course, the same. Uh, this is a fun list. I'm glad you suggested it. Uh, I hope that Her Royal Highness would be honored <laughs> by the fact that we uh, we were inspired to do something in her memory, uh, and this is what we did. Did you see the video for the her last jubilee, the uh, intro no. video? No, I did not. It's kind of cute. Um, so she's having tea with Paddington Bear. Okay. Which, of course, yeah. you know, Paddington is a big is a huge part of English culture. Yeah. Not so much here, but. People know who he is. Yeah. Um, and uh, the party's beginning to start outside, and the Royal Drum Corps is playing We Will Rock as part of it. <laughs> and uh, Paddington and the Queen tap out the bump, bump, sh- on the uh, on the saucer and the Aww. thing. So it's cute. Uh, oh, the nice. saucer and the plate, they or and the uh, cup, they tap yeah. it out. So it's kind of neat. That's nice. Um, so that ties everything together there. Yeah, that's nice. There we go. All right. That's so. nice. Uh, I did like the one that made me laugh in the immediate passing of uh, of Her Royal Highness was somebody posted. Uh, so sorry to hear that uh, the Queen died. I love Bohemian Rhapsody, right. you know, <laughs> like, um, and you know, the Queen every time they walked off stage ended their show blaring "God Save the Queen" through the speakers, and uh, I don't know. The two are kind of tied together, and in a way that I anyway, don't. Yeah. I, I don't know that she herself would have, you know, particularly predicted, or I don't know if she was a huge fan of that or what. She apparently was at least, you know, knowledgeable enough and fun-loving enough that she was willing to reference it. She went with it, yeah. Uh, I I hope that that, yeah, I, I hope that made her happy on some level. Cause it, that, it would makes, have made, that would have made Freddie very happy. Yeah, would have, I was just going to say that. That would have thrilled Freddie to no end. I'm sure it thrills the remaining members to some end. Uh, but Freddie would have been, Freddie would have been very happy to know that. Uh, oh, they they think of me, love, when they yeah, think right. of <laughs> when they think of of good old Liz, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the Queen is dead. Long live the Queen, and long live Scott Thompson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you saw that uh, tweet, didn't I you? I did. Uh, well, that one, but also there's another one that said. Uh, Said, wow, England's so woke they have a man queen. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah I, <laughs> I love that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, Scott Thompson, there you go. Another. Yeah. So we're. That's a whole other thing to rabbit hole. It really is. We're tying a lot of things together here on the show this week. Uh, Checkmates at Home, thank you so much for uh, being with us on this. I always have fun doing this, these episodes. It seems a lot of you have fun 
uh, listening to them, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, I want to end the same way that we always end. Uh, we're I when I have a guest on the show, I should say I speak only for myself, but I think Dave would co-sign on most, if not all, of this. Uh, I want to end by saying to you, of course, COVID-19 is still out there. Uh, we're all letting our guard down quite a bit, including me, but let's continue to be responsible, get vaccinated. If you haven't, wear a mask when appropriate, all that stuff. Uh, apart from that, please remember that black lives matter that LGBTQIA rights are human rights, a very apt thing to mention when we're talking about Queen with uh, a lead singer who was openly bisexual. Uh, LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights. Please remember that women's rights are human rights. And please uh, be good to each other and be good to yourself and forgive each other and forgive yourself. And while you're doing all that, God save the Queen. Da-da-da-da-da!